The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geek Show Podcast, welcome to it. We love making this show for you. And you're going to hear that love in this episode, I think. The episode is called Corn on Top. You'll just have to wait and see. It's worth it, though. Trust me. Oh, it just killed me. Anyway, again, thank you for listening to the show. We're ending out May and heading into June. And we want to thank our sponsors, of course. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Support local business. They're open seven days a week. Hold services free, and with that, you get a 20% discount of purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Also, our friends at Cabin Fever. Lunchboxes, playing cards, jigsaw puzzles, gift books, tin signs, and more. Visit them. In the heart of Trolley Square, on the corner of 500 South and 700 East, Cabin Fever so much more than a card store. also want to thank uh, Chef Daniel, Daniel Cantu. Man, this guy can cook! Go to his website, Cantu's Catering, that's C-A-N-T-U-S Catering.com, for more information about home delivery requests. And Daniel can cater your party or special event, no matter how big or small. Uh, ask the Geek Show guys about it. Oh, man, delicious. And you get a discount if you say to Daniel, Geek Show says hey. Also want to thank Black Velvet Boutique, Dawn and Leia up there in Clearfield, 293 South State Street in Clearfield. It's not a porn store or a novelty store. It's a store for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. Black Velvet Boutique. Also, Geek Show is sponsored by the Tour de Cure. Ride, walk, or run on June 10th in Brigham City to support the American Diabetes Association. Learn more and let them know you heard about it here by going to diabetes.org slash geek show. That's one word, geek show. Also, Nucleus, bringing us the show. The Wi-Fi home intercom with auto answer. Nucleus allows you to connect with the people you love, whether they're downstairs or across the country. Learn more at nucleuslife.com. All right. Again, thanks to our sponsors, most importantly, thanks to you for listening to this show every week. We love doing it. We love inviting you into my basement and hanging out with us. So here it is, brand new episode, Corn on Top. Please to enjoy. I uh, want neon lights and nipples on your suit. Okay? We uh, threw some of yours away. He was handling at his 12, lightsaber. I, I think I know what you're referencing, and it blew my fucking mind. Get so, without... The gay characters Glee wouldn't be gay, especially you Polynesian children. So it was like hot chicks dressed in like Star Trek uniforms. Star Trek. I do not believe in voodoo, but I will tell but. you this: the dead <laughs> walk the streets of Carrefour. Geekshowpodcast.com. And welcome back to the basement. Yeah. Well, some of us. Some yeah. of us. A few of us are here. Some of us could show it up. Semi minty down here. Oh, did man. you? Did you do a, a mint carpet treatment? Uh, no. No. You didn't do like a reverse osmosis mint treatment no. on your carpet. Now I'm concerned. Oh no, you shouldn't. Be. Should oh, I'm, uh, I'll smell I'll... I decided to start the show off with just bullshit. So it wasn't real at all. Oh, okay. Your basement I, doesn't I, smell I'll mint pour anymore. some beer in the. You know what this basement does important. smell like? Some good ass jerky. Well, mm. yeah, yeah. I'm just like, saying. It smells mm. like winning. Is what mm. like. <laughs> I smell toast. <laughs> Shut up, man. <laughs> and he's the youngest member yeah. of the right? panel. That's, that's, not, that's not good. That's oh. concerning. We should, we should actually... The you ginger know, squash mess. We should toast. go in order of appearance. <laughs> not. <laughs> good lord. Uh, um, uh, some sweet-ass jerky. Yeah. 
He's making it. He's selling it. Holy crap. Uh, yeah, it's it's this week. I I'm not sure where it's going to be, other than uh, at at the restaurant Fresh Eatery, 145 East, 1300 South. You can also uh, order it online through our website, FreshEats.com. We'll take you to our Etsy shop. Uh, the initial goal was was met and blown past, like in the second or third day. So, oh, yeah. and thanks everybody, yeah. I appreciate it. So uh, we're we're sending out samples to retailers. Um, because that's the kind of feedback we're getting right now is, hey, uh, I want to buy this in my local store. So that being said, if you're out, say, um, in the middle of Ohio and you have a, a local little health food store you like, uh, send, me, send me some information and we'll, we'll get a sample out to them and see if they want to carry us. Uh, in the meantime, if you can't make it past Frisch, our friends down at Watchtower Cafe are carrying uh, oh, the Frisch Jerky and uh, the Bike Doctor in Missoula, Montana. Well... Is fully stocked and ready to serve your plant-based jerky needs. They're, they're great people. I've known these Montana. folks for a long time, but uh, it, it was pretty cool seeing. Uh, no, seeing wait, it's a bike shop. It's a yeah. It's like a it's like, like bicycles a, or motorcycles. Bicycles. Okay. It's like a punk rock bike shop in Missoula, Montana, <laughs> and these guys do uh, they do awesome work. They'll fix your bike up. They'll sell you some jerky, and that's uh, funny. And uh, they're they're good folks. I love so, it. Yeah. I love it. All right, uh, Lee George Cade, everybody. Thank yes. you. It yeah, is yes. it is once again a pleasure to be here, especially on the momentous occasion of of our cinema's birthday. We'll get to that. Happy we'll, birthday, Star Wars! We'll get to that coming up in this episode. Uh, hi, Shannon. I seen a Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I seen them movies. I seen them shits. What's up, dog? Ah, uh, you know, you know, I've seen those movies too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Four more fucking days. The goddamn Seven Eleven's closed. Oh, you, you're gonna make it. You're gonna make it. Uh, oh, I don't Jesus. know. I don't know. I, Sheer's been a bitch. <laughs> been a fucking bitch, and I'm right up to end. I heard. I heard the employees can't read that good. Their math is good though. Their math is all right. All right. Yep. That, well, that's what you need. You need math. Kicks some ass at math. Math. Oh, excuse me. You need math skills at at, at the Sev. You know, run that register. Oh God, they're so weird this year, and I just. I need to go. It's always weird at the set. It's weird everywhere. Yeah. No, so, like, we had Junior Achievement Day. Junior Achievement Day. Yeah. So what it is... You don't want full achievement. Some Just rich, juniors. Some rich white asshole comes into my set. Yeah. Tries to teach my kids, and then just pats themselves on the back about, God, look what we did. Look what I did. Let's take a picture. Yeah. Put it on is, Facebook. Is this like, kind of like the, the thing where they where they have a business fair and they, they bring all the kids in and show them no, about the businesses that they could... So, like, the kids in, in uh, fourth grade learned about entrepreneurism. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know. That's good. I mean, I, which I, is good. I, I could have yeah. told them a and few things. And that was actually... My, my kids are so weird. They were so into it. But my favorite is... Got this guy that I'm gonna miss. He's the only reason I haven't like burnt the building down. You won't. Uh, so they, there's a point where they all get a certain amount of like stuff that they have, and they mm-hmm. go start a business. So we're going around. We're hearing what all their business are. And this kid, I'm gonna say his name. He's Win. He goes. So what's your what's your name? Your what's your business? He goes. It's a restaurant. <laughs> That's how he talks, right? And, uh, I like him already. They just start laughing. Okay, what's the name of your restaurant? He goes. It's called Corn on Top. <laughs> Corn on Top. Corn on top. Damn it! I, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm opening a new restaurant. <laughs> Corn. And, I, and we're like, so what's your, which, what's going on at Corn on Top? He goes, whatever you order. Because of free corn on top. 
<laughs> sounds like an adult swim sketch. It, it does. Oh. I really did. I'm like laughing so much. And I go, so like you order a steak? He like, goes, you get some corn on top. Yeah, like Tim and Eric or something. Yeah. No, it reminds me of that Rick and Morty where, where they go to that love planet. I this kid. Where they, go, where they go to the planet uh, where Rick's got to find... Uh, like they got three planets yeah. to hide out on, yeah. and there's that one that's got the corn on the cob. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, and then I go, corn on the cob. And I go, spaghetti. We got some corn on top. <laughs> chocolate pudding. We got some corn on top. Well, corn, goes, corn and chocolate's a good combination. And he goes, I wrote a song. <laughs> this corn on top, and I'm like, well, let's course. hear it. Go. And it, it was something like, come on over to the corn on top. To the corn on top, to the corn on top. Get yourself your free corn. <laughs> so I'm just fucking balling. So, oh, so, he, so he doesn't charge for the free corn on no, top. it's free. Yeah, it's free. Oh, oh, well, okay. if he's a true entrepreneur, he's actually figured out the cost of the corn and included that in the regular price of there the food. There you go. There you go. It's all so, marketing. I got to talk to this kid. Before, he uh, also does the best pratfalls I've ever seen in my life. God, I love he, this kid. He likes to pretend he's going to walk through the wall. He goes, I think I got it this time, Mr. B. <laughs> <laughs> I love this kid. Never met him, and I love what him. You, what are you going to do when he walks in with two plates of spaghetti with corn on top and just walks right through a wall? Oh. I'll, I'll be like, I'll be like, <laughs> just going to stand like, up. Say hi to David Lynch for me. Yeah. Just stand up and applaud. Say hi to the arm tree. Yeah. God, I really want this to be a place like 10 years from now. I, I really want to. Well, it's kind of like Hot Dog City in Burbank. Well, let me just, eight inches is just average. Let me <laughs> just Let me just say to people listening to this. You fucking steal that corn on top idea from that kid. We're coming yeah. for you. All right? Isn't it time? Coming for, hard. Isn't, right. isn't it time for the uh, Carrie well, and Matilda Jackson uh, entrepreneurial fund to start? <laughs> where where you start where you start going around finding weird ass ideas that second graders have? And yeah. I love that idea. <laughs> oh, my kids are so weird. This yeah. Man. Instead of Shark Tank, you Don't call, it, kid, you call it Guppy Tank. One <laughs> kid always stands in the hall and he like on a bathroom break and he, you guys can't see me, but you're wiggling. He's like he's like shimmies. Like and Axel he, Rose? Yeah, and every day he goes, hey, Mr. B, guess what I have for dinner? And I go, what? And he goes, Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> Chipotle. What? Oh. Why does he have to, like, wave his... Oh, why is he shimmying? dance. Yeah. Oh, Chipotle. Yeah. So he likes Chipotle. <laughs> Yeah, with corn on top. <laughs> corn on top. Because they do that at Chipotle. Like, they have a corn true. salsa you... they put on top. What about corn on bottom? No, corn's never a bottom. Let's not overcomplicate. <laughs> corn on top, Jay. Corn on top. Don't fuck with the business. Corn, corn is always a top. <laughs> let's let's ease the people in with corn on top. Yeah, and then in a couple of years, then what then we'll the fuck, then we'll then we'll you know once they get used to corn on top, then we'll surprise them. Could you, could with you the imagine corn on the this bottom. kid's cornbread oh. with corn on top? Oh. God damn it! Especially like if you did a roasted corn. That's what I asked him. Is it just always? Ra- no, we do different stuff mm. with the corn. Mm. We fry the corn. Now oh, yeah. Just we cream the corn. If you could just get that special corn. From I want to meet his family. A special corn from that Logan movie, then would be. Uh huh. Yeah, right. that, that genetically modified corn that actually got rid of uh, the mutant gene. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. oh, yeah. Come to my pub quiz, Wesley. Yes. <laughs> it's got corn on top. Yeah. Maybe but, they'll make a burger with corn on top. Nah, I, I, I honestly get it. I'd honestly get it. Corn on top burger? Yeah, I'd eat it. I'll, I'd eat the hell have out you, of it. Have you ever had like roasted corn with, with Mexican seasonings on a burger? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. It's Del- good. Delicious. Listen, listen to your vegan friend tell you what kind of burger you should <laughs> One of the ladies eat. I work with says she likes corn on top of her spaghetti. 
And I'm like, well, how the fuck did that happen? I mean, it doesn't. It, I mean, it doesn't seem like. Well, you, you probably just. She probably just mixed it in. Yeah, it was probably what? accident. Corn, the first corn with Who eats corn now with are we, spaghetti? Though? Uh, we're yeah, talking I mean, just like a can of like a can of niblets. That you know. Are you talking? If you're talking like she was talking about, I just walked away. Guys, we don't even talk about geek shit anymore. This is about this is about corn. If you're doing like if you're doing like if you're doing like an Alfredo with corn, that's good. Oh yeah, yeah, sounds good. We now changed the podcast name to Corn Hub. Call it corn on top. Corn Hub wins. <laughs> we could call it the cornhole. Yeah, that's a good one. God, uh, he wins with cornhub. He's Jay Whitaker. What's up? Hey, what's up, y'all? I'm doing shit. According to oh. some, he's the only funny person in the morning. I like that. That was cool. That was cool. That was a nice compliment. Yeah, no, that was a nice compliment. Thank you, Satan. Uh, <laughs> and Satan's little dog. Uh, what's up? I'm doing some shit. Uh, let's see. What's what's today's date? Twenty seventh. Uh, this is the 29th. All right. So as as the crow flies and as the as the Christmas tears uh, shed, I don't know what that means, but um, I'll be doing some shit at the Pride Festival. Uh, oh, good. Sunday, June fourth, twelve thirty, at the Spoken Word Tent. I'll be performing with Shane Smith, Natasha Mauer, great uh, great lo- local Salt Lake comedians. Guys, this is like a first. This is the first year I've actually been able to attend Pride and per- and and perform it uh, because I usually am. In uniform for the, that weekend, the Pride Festival in Salt Lake. It's mm-hmm. one of the largest ones in the nation. Yeah. It's bananas, and uh, it's a I lot can't of wait. fun. I can't wait to do it. Like I can't wait to be a part of it because, yeah. like, and it, it it does make me laugh. Kind of uh, laugh that the, the Pride Festival is always the government and the Pride Festival don't necessarily. <laughs> I'm always in the government's uniform on a, on the day the Pride Festival is happening. <laughs> but uh, this year, that uh, it's it's not, and I'm pretty excited <laughs> well, that's to good. perform. That's cool. Um, I got some other shows coming up. Uh, like it's just a lot of random shit. Check Twitter. Um, oh, fucking, uh, you guys! I'll just say this right now. I'll just give these guys a great shout out because it's it's for this is goes straight to our listeners. Our if you like geek shit, which you do because you're listening to this podcast. If you like karaoke, if you like cosplay, go down to Scofies in Midvale because they do cosplay karaoke night every second and uh, second. Uh, and fourth Friday of the month. Really, I've I've gone for the past two uh, two events, and they're all uh, raising uh, money to uh, help benefit some uh, kids in this uh, in the city locally with, that are struggling is it with Neff and those guys. Yeah, Neff, yeah, Neff. That's what I was just about to say. Neff uh, is just it's the way it's run. It's so fucking fun. Like it really is. Like you, it's 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 a nice break. It's a nice break, and you get to be in a very comfortable community. Everybody's cosplaying as what there was. There was like three Harley Quinns last night. There was a guy that was. Uh, there was an old man Logan there last night. A um, few Deadpool's. There was a, a woman that uh, did Marilyn Manson perfectly. Uh, one of uh, Satan's friends mm-hmm. was there, and it, it, and there was Satan. Satan was there too. So it was, it was just a good time. The drinks are the drinks are cheap. The karaoke's good. I could go as that guy from that Harley Quinn comic. I, I saw him. Oh yeah, dude. No, but yeah. like, and they give. There's a lot of love. It's a, it's a great place for uh, to hang out. What's the name of the place again? Uh, Scofies, but I believe they they might be changing it to the Union. It's right in Midville. Mm, okay, but it's a, over by Fort Union. Yeah, it's a, anything anything Neff gets himself attached yeah, to is, like, is for a good cause, and uh, and you know that guy guy's got a huge heart. And uh, right. it's it's cool. cool. Yeah, I just, so yeah, I'm I, we're we're gonna be doing a comedy show there uh, eventually to to help uh, benefit some folks and. I'm doing all types of shows. Benefits, 
Swinger parties. All it's 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 yeah. Where Swinger can, parties. Where can we find these? Uh, well, I'm, just leave I'm, a white rock in your yard, and they'll find you. <laughs> on my Whoa. Twitter. No, it's a black rock, big black boulder. Uh, oh <laughs> shit! Yeah, just follow, follow me on Twitter at it's Jay Whitaker. Sorry, that's a super long plug, but I just really want to give a shout out to what they're doing over there at uh, Scofies and yeah. All right, all right. He smells toast. Mm. He's the producer and designated driver of the program. He is Quad T, Too Tall Trill Tony. Anyone got any butter? <laughs> For the toast? For the toast. <laughs> I think there might be some corn on top. Put some corn on there and butter. Mm. Check me out on Twitter, at Quad T Tony, for fart jokes and tech updates. Or on the Gadget Spot podcast. Gadget Spot. Yep, that's the one. Uh, with James. Woo! Hey, thanks, that guys. For, yeah, filling in for him. We're filling in for James. Uh, Jaron and Owen. And uh, we release an episode every two weeks. Uh, as we record this, Jimmy Martin is at uh, Phoenix Comic Con. Uh, with his uh, wife selling the art. Yep. And uh, he's fine. He's just high, fine. High kicking for art. Yes. Yeah. Yep. High kicking for art. All right. That is, that is an enthusiastic. <laughs> oh, we have a host, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, straight down from off the mountain. Oh. Whoa. Mr. Mr. Doctor, shall we say, Professor General Emeritus, Gary Jackson. Wow. Wow. He's not wearing a hat, y'all. It's freaking yeah, I got confused. Oh, yeah. I usually know what his title is based he's, off of his hat. He's not wearing a hat. No, we got no cameras. I'm the only one not yeah. wearing a hat in this room. Well, I figured it's we had to have true. cameras. <laughs> I always wear a hat. Besides, uh, I forgot to go see my, my barber, Dustin. I tried to do this shit myself with uh, uh, dull clippers. Uh-uh. So the lesson is go see your barber, Lee. Yes, you Lee. dumbass. You have a, that's right. You you get your hair done, Kerry. That's I get just, it did, yeah. That shit's amazing to me. <laughs> It's just, I don't know why that shit bothers well, me. Well, you you get your hair done. I mean, yeah, but it, I don't know. I've, I've always known Carrie with a hat, so it's oh, just yeah. like I feel like the idea of him going to a barbershop just... It just Matter of fact, we, you and I need to go visit a barbershop. That's right. God. Yeah, we do. With the recording equipment, I'm just going to shut up and listen. Yeah. It'll be a good time. It's going to be a good time. All right. Uh, let's see. Let's uh, start things off. Uh, we are going to get to... Uh, Star Wars, because it's the 40th anniversary last week. <laughs> I love the week. way you say that. We are going to get to Star Wars oh, in, I love the way you say that. in the second half. Say it again. Uh, but before that, I got some shit. Yeah. Uh, some news and some shit. Some news and some shit. Oh, jeez. Oh, let's yep. do the shit first. Uh, new shit. For real? You want to do the shit first? Then we can get on to the good news after. It, uh, yeah. It's kind of it's like my son's double feature last Saturday. He said, Dad, I want to watch these two movies. Which one should I watch first? And I looked at the two movies and I said, well, Logan first, then Lego Batman, because you're going to need to shut your brain down for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point about that. I, uh, mm-hmm. I finally saw Logan. I love yeah. that movie, I watched but it, it last sad. night. How was your decompression cycle? Uh, I was fine with it. I... I Rejoiced! It was just so did the little, fucking good. Did the little yeah, kid know? with the Wolverine action figure at the funeral bust you up? A little bit. Because uh, I cried and sobbed, and the neighbors called the police because they thought someone was being murdered. <laughs> Actually, i got to go back and look and see. I didn't see that. Yeah, the, yeah. the, the, little, the little tubby kid that uh, lights yeah. people on fire, he's clutching in both of his arms a 12-inch Wolverine action figure. Oh, I'll look closer and just, next And time. just sobbing. Oh. And, and then... Well, yeah. it, was, it was hard to see through my tears. <laughs> when she took the cross and made it into an into X. Into an X. Yep. Oh, oh, man. oh, anyway. Um, let's raise a glass to uh, the most flamboyant Bond. Yeah. <laughs> ah! <laughs> star, star of 1964's The Many Sins of Rachel Cade. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's right. Uh, sir Roger Moore. Uh. Uh, who was in... Uh, 
a, a really damn good Bond movie. He was into Live and Let Die. And yeah. I, I'd say Spy Who Loves Me was still a good Bond movie. Spy Who Loves Me was pretty good. But once you get to like Moonraker and Octopussy, yeah. They were doofy. I remember yeah. <laughs> my, friend, my friend David and I, we went to the uh, Art City Drive-In to see Moonraker. And we, t- we took our lawn chairs. And uh, we're sitting there watching this. It's going, this is really bad, isn't it? Yep. Jaws in is, space. Is this what has happened because of the Star Wars? Yep. Is this, this is really bad. Are all movies going to be bad now? Because <laughs> they're all trying to be Star Wars? Live and let die. When, when was that? 74? 75? Uh, boy. Mid-70s. I'll look it up. Look it up. I I remember seeing that because I was little. I, I was not even in grade school yet. I remember that movie scaring the shit out of me. Damn. It had some... It's oh, well, it's had the voodoo stuff. In yeah, there. some yeah. really, really intense voodoo hallucinations. 1973. Thank okay. you. Well, that was his first one. It was. Yeah, yeah after, he, he after, started in 73 and finished in 85. the Lazenby experiment. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, so uh, Roger Moore, also star of uh, Cannonball oh, Run. Fuck yeah, he was good, though. He, played, <laughs> he was in Boat he, Trip, too. He played Roger Moore. He played Roger, Roger Moore, star of Revenge of the Pink Panther. Oh, really? Well, Clouseau went under uh, cosmetic surgery when they pulled the bandages off his face this is after after what's his fuck died oh okay. yeah because i never yeah. i never so saw they, those. it was just a clip movie so it was all this clip movie of clouseau and all these people trying to investigate where clouseau went and they kept clip going to this boat in the mediterranean with this man with a bandaged face and at the end they clipped off the bandages and it was roger moore so clouseau had wow. undergone some cosmetic I, surgery. Uh, right. I, I heard an interview with uh, the guy that i think made uh, moon raper mm-hmm. raker <laughs> And, uh, Jesus, what? Uh, what? Apparently, he, he uh, lit his balls on fire on that movie. They shot it. There's like a scene, I guess, where they shoot a uh, like a missile under the table, and he was supposed to jump up, and he didn't jump up in time, and it blew up and <laughs> lit his balls on oh, fire. Wow, jeez, <laughs> that wouldn't have happened to Lazenby. Uh, <laughs> Lazenby would have just punched that doof. missile. Oh yeah, he, he was a but pacifist, you know but he owned it. He did own it, especially in Cannonball Run. What was the last one he did? Where where he was? Uh, where his conquest was Grace Jones, and then he had a fight on the Golden Gate Bridge. I'll look it up. Oh, uh, that's the Duran Duran song. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. View to a Kill. View, view, view to a, a Kill. kill. What a shitty movie. A Terrible. Even Grace Jones couldn't make that movie cool. Just awful. 1985. Thank you. Oh, James Bond. <laughs> the year I was born. <laughs> All right. You. So uh, Roger Moore. Have yeah. a drink. Have a martini. Because I know he What's the corn in it? <laughs> corn on top. <laughs> on top. Uh, okay, so do you really want to start with the shit? I let's just get to it. Let's do it. Let's just let's do, get it let's over. Make with. An idea. If you want to go the other way, that's isn't fine. that the battle cry of the show anyway? Let's get it over with. That's true. All right. So here's three items that I have called it's, the shit. It's shit. Okay. And the first one is 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 more just geek news that you've heard already, but we want, we want to cover it here. Uh, the whole Zack Snyder story. Mm. Yeah. It's so fucking sad. It, it is, is sad. Way sad. Uh, apparently, it was back in March. His uh, daughter. She's uh, like 20. Yeah. 20, yeah. Uh, committed suicide. And they kept it private. As it should be. Yes. And uh, he said, in my mind, I thought it was going to be a cathartic thing. I'll just throw myself back into work. You know, mm-hmm. bury myself. Doesn't work that Power way. through it. Uh, he said, but uh, then he realized that he just he he can't do it. So he he uh, apparently had asked Joss Whedon some time ago to come in and give him a hand with it. Yeah, he, you know, finish up with editing and a couple of reshoots. And, and this was this was before the suicide. Okay, Joss mm-hmm. had been working on it for a bit. You know, punching up a little dialogue and, and shooting some extra like footage he does, and, like he does. You know, so he said, "That's it. You stay home. I'll take over. 
I'll finish the movie. So so that's that's what's happening. What a stand up thing for Jaws to do once it, well, once for again. Sure, but for well, sure. here, here's what was shitty is there are some geeks out there that started giving him shit about it. I, and they're saying And you again, know, yes. And that's and fuck. and for one, okay, when our friend Paul, who was probably the biggest critic of Joss Whedon on the planet, says, I'm cool with this, Whedon writes good dialogue mm-hmm. and he's doing it for the right reason, and let's fucking leave the Snyders alone. No I mean kidding. that's that's See, that's a shitty thing to have happen. And, and this is what fucking pissed me off is that these fucking troll-ass motherfuckers. See, mm, so you're leading into the other two pages of shit that I yeah. have. Yeah. We're, well, we're, we're, we're coming down on, on bad geeks this week. Yeah, because I, fuck, I don't give a fuck what you think about those movies. Any movie that guy's fucking made, first of all, you don't know him as a person. Yeah, you yep. don't. And to take joy in him, as someone who has experienced fucking tremendous loss, mm. right? The, the joy that I see in some people are taking... At this guy's horrible fucking pain he's going yep. through. I mean, when you... It fucking disgusts me. When you hit send on those kind of comments, is it like, yes! Yeah. Yeah. And if, it, and if you are that kind of person, turn off this goddamn yeah, podcast. get the fuck off. Get if, the fuck out of here. We said, don't want you. Yeah, or, come, or come tell me in person no how much shit. you would like to, to uh, you know? make fun of somebody who's going through I'll that kind of I'll fill your fucking mouth with yeah. bloody chiclets. Put some corn on top. Corn on top. <laughs> fuck. No, seriously. That, I'm sorry. That nah, just, you, you, I'm, I'm with you, dog. Even, I'm with even, you. even one of the most biggest piece of shit trolls I know in Salt Lake City actually had a moment of, of decency about this dude. So Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll talk when the mic's off. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm curious. Uh, but anyway, so that's what's happening. And uh, so Joss has stepped up, and they're going to finish the movie and uh, get it into the theaters for you in time. So uh, there's that uh, the bad geeks that were commenting. All right, yeah, just have a just Fuck seriously have a have, have a, a moment of empathy and think to yourself, what yeah. would I do? Well, have an ounce in, of decency in this in this situation. You know, it's like an Alex Jones moment when uh, Alex Jones was was begging people to stop Fuck. harassing his daughter during you, during man. their uh, during their during his divorce. You know, the guy that was saying that Sandy Hook was a hoax and that the kids were paid actors. Uh, uh, it's empathy, dude. Fucking step back for a second. Yeah. Think what would I what would I feel. If anybody in my family, if this happened to, you know, yeah. and not only that, dealing with the, the stigma that's associated with with suicide in this country, you know, with people yeah. saying your daughter committed a sin and uh, and harassing you for that shit. The yeah. same ones that believe that, you know, you can't retire because Noah was 600 when he built the ark. Exactly. And it, um, it just <laughs> blows my mind how, you know, like these bad geeks, they're so enamored with all these characters that have had like tragic loss and so then you just yeah in their own lives Mm -hmm. so if you like if you glorify these superheroes that have had tragic loss you you, to me it should make sense that like common sense should be like yeah you should be able to understand actual human being real life like well i think we need a new mantra we used to we used to have the mantra was uh if you can't say something nice don't say anything at all i think the new mantra is if you can't say it to their face shut the fuck up that's because because that's that's, that might be the best that's kind of where i'm at with the internet is that anonymity makes you feel bulletproof oh yeah and then uh, i've known a couple people in my life who people swear left and right it's a decent person in reality but on the internet, they're assholes. Well, if the only way I know you is through the internet, then you're a piece of shit. And mm-hmm. I have no other reality. So, again, you know, go ahead. Have discourse. Have an argument. Have, disagree with somebody. Well, they talk about this with cyberbullying. Cyber <clears throat> so, there's two things that are terrible about the internet. Well, more than two. But <laughs> yeah. When it comes to this kind of thing, right? One, you can say whatever the fuck you want. And it's not like on the playground or in real life. You can't see that actual immediate effect it's having on that person 
You know what I mean? You can't see their face yeah. or see them cry or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's way easier to do. And then also you just you, and you can't get away from it anymore. Nope. Nope. You know what I mean? They'll find they'll find you. And they'll it's follow just, you. I just I don't fucking get it. Yep. I yeah. try not to be a troll at all anymore about anything. It's except it's, oh sorry, Trump. I, I, I I'm trying I'm trying to learn the words. <laughs> I I I think I can see why you feel that way. It's a really hard thing for me to say because yeah. I have opinions. No, yeah. same, and, uh, same here. Yeah. Unless they're being, you know, bigots or shitty to people, cool. That's yeah. your opinion. I'm okay with that. Well, and there was a there was a week of, of bad, here bad geeker, geekery. I know what this one's about. No, I'm, I'm saving that one for last. Oh, the dub dub. No, we're starting with dub dub. Yeah, okay. because there was some other shit that happened. That's right. Oh God, that was, that yeah. was under the radar. Yeah, that I'm really fucking pissed about. Let's okay. get to it. Let's get to I'm it. I'm fucking pissed about both of these. Um, Wonder Woman. Yep. Mm-hmm. Shit. Everybody's talking about it. Draft House event invitation read, apologies, gentlemen, but we're embracing our girl power and saying no guys allowed for one special night at the Alamo Ritz. And when we say people who identify as women only, we mean it. Everyone working at the screening, venue, staff, projectionist, culinary team will be female. <sighs> Here comes... You guys, you guys can't give them one fucking night? Yeah. Just one fucking night? Is it a whole night or is it just one, of the, one screening? Well, that was the original plan was one screening. Right. Just one night. One screening, oh, one night. This is the Alamo though, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's the wrong people to fuck with. <laughs> I hope someone sues this is discrimination based on sex. Uh-huh. Fuck you. Um, so, so tell me, tell me, uh, tubby middle-aged white man, exactly how much have you been discriminated yeah. against? Do you even know what it means? You don't. Yeah. yeah. You, you, you're told that you're discriminated against, but I, you're not. I used to think that I had it pretty rough. Yeah. Uh, but I've seen some things. Here's some more. Yeah. Great. Let us know when you have a guys-only screening of Thor, Spider-Man, Star Wars, etc. Let's see you walk the walk now that you set this precedent. Oh, Fuck you. Uh, you fucking prick. Yeah, he, well, he said... have a girl's night. He said precedence, and it was supposed to be out. precedent. I just corrected it. Yeah, you corrected it, it, right? Because yeah. it's Jesus. obviously a dumbass. Yes. You know, we better not do... Uh, Better not do special viewings for kids with uh, disabilities. Yeah. Because unless we let people that, that don't have disabilities in, they're being discriminated against. So uh, the, the draft house responded, we've never done showings where you had to be a man to get in, but we did show the Entourage movie a few years ago. That's the best comment. I love that comment. <laughs> um, this, this is, um, and, and then, then there were guys who were like us. We're fine with it. Yeah. Cool. We don't care. Yeah. You know, how does this affect deal. their fucking lives? It absolutely does in not. In any fucking it way. It does not. We also didn't scream counter massage. Uh, uh, <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't scream about uh, the Ghostbusters remake because, well, for one, it was a good movie. Yeah, we liked um, it. And, and so what? You know, how does this affect you in the long run? <laughs> I yeah. just want to say these motherfuckers, and I've said it before. Get some real fucking problems. Yeah. 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 Or, or, or right? is, okay. Let me let me throw out maybe a what if it's it's the Alamo Ritz in New York, right? Uh, it was in Austin, I believe. Okay, okay. So yeah. so Austin's a big city, right? Mm-hmm. It's pretty big. So is this the only place that's showing Wonder Woman that night? No! Yeah, that's it. Well, that's just is it. it. Uh, that's just it. Like it I mean, nationwide, I could, every I theater see is if only it was girls the only showing of Wonder Woman that day. Going yeah. well, in gosh, I wish I could see it. Yeah. Well, but you can see, but it. you can see it the next day. You'll yeah. see it. And for these douchebags are going to pirate it anyway. Let yeah. the fuck, let the ladies have a fucking fun night. You know what I mean? And then there was. Um, uh, the, the 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 good geeks who said uh, this is a great idea. I'll see it some yeah, other time. It's you know? a do- yeah, it's, it's well, a dope idea. And then one commenter said, "Wow, 
that was easier than deciding to feel persecuted. You know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that guy. Jesus Christ. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, all right. I, I, I kind of want to see Alamo Drafthouse just do uh, an all-female screening for Magic Mike and just see what, it, what anybody complain about Nobody that. Hey, what well, hey, fuck hey Internet, would you complain about that? Nope. Here's, here's, yeah. what, here's what happened. They sold out so quickly. Yeah. They added a second. It sold out so quickly. They're doing more. Cool. Good. So it went That's from great. one showing to a third showing because yeah. you guys were being assholes. Why yeah. some douchebags be out there fucking protesting and shit? And it was, and it was on, uh, I think it was on Gizmodo, yes. Beth uh, Elderkin pointed out, and she made the excellent point. Since 1920, there have been about 130 superhero and comic book films with solo protagonists in the United States, both on the big and small screens. Do you know how many of those 130 films had female leads? Other than Supergirl? No. I was thinking of Supergirl as the only well, one I, I can think of. Four. What, what Am do I you... right? Four? Eight. 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 Eight out oh, of so they're, count, they're counting Catwoman. They're, they're counting, counting probably uh, Aeon Flux. Tank Girl. Uh, tank yeah. Girl. Okay. Exactly. The original Lucy, Wonder Woman maybe, TV maybe series. But how many of those were any good? Yeah, maybe Lucy. Right? I mean, Wonder Woman. Is, just, does it have a list of the eight? It does. It does on Gizmodo, but I didn't grab it. Oh, okay. What the fuck? Like, guy, what the fuck is wrong with people? <sighs> I just like, don't, I don't know. I, anymore. I don't know what goes through people's heads. I have a hard it, time. It wasn't about them, so they had to make it about you them. Know, I have such a hard time trying to figure out that thought train. You know, I I try to do that with with yeah. my, with my you know conservative relatives and things like that. I try to figure out how that thought train happened. Yeah. And, and 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 it's just like you guys said, you don't know what discrimination is. Even if you grew yeah. up dirt poor and had people calling you a redneck hillbilly all your life, you still don't know. Exactly. Yes, because you haven't. Uh, I, I I have a friend uh, who's who uh, regularly gets asked to leave his movie theater seat. Mm. Yeah, just because. Right. And and the first don't time even get we me started, the first time we all had a little well, chuckle. We're like, oh, poor Jake. And then the next time, we're yeah, like, and then it what, kept what happening. the fuck? That's, that's, <laughs> and, then, yeah. and, and then the next time. Yeah. Like, what the yeah. actual fuck? Yeah. yeah. Well, and, then, well, then, Jay, you're, you're going to love this. Is this oh, the God. third one? This is the third pile of shit. Third pile? Oh, oh, no. I'm glad we're doing this first, because you got my blood all angry. No, we're, we're going to talk about Star Wars in the next half. See, first. First is no, good. No, I'm just like the whole fucking world anymore. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with Because along comes Star Wars to make things better. Yeah. Well, sometimes you have to have a fever before things get better. Hey, you got to burn it down to make this ground fertile again. Yeah, but that's their round lane cry. Oh, <laughs> that's true. I didn't say that. Who said? Someone says that? Yeah. Oh. So, uh, yeah. Here, here sometimes go. you got to break a few eggs to make a good omelet. Here we go. This one, this one just... I got angry for about five minutes, and then I realized they're not really fans. Mm-mm. All right, here we go. The new series, Star Trek Discovery. Oh, oh yeah. motherfuckers. I already saw it. Yep. I didn't see this. I'm, this what are we talking about? This made me, like I said, for five minutes, I was furious. Features Asian actress Michelle Ro- uh, Yeoh as the ship's captain, and mm-hmm. black actress uh, Sonequa Martin-Green as her first officer. And this has caused some assholes... To, to fret that, about... Is that how they wrote that? That's, that's how it was written in this article. I, can't, I think I got it on io9. I can't that's remember. Good. Good, good writing. Good um, job. I'll take it. it. To fret about the lack of white men in charge. Seriously? Mm-hmm. Oh, my fucking oh, God. This, that's, that's, you know, it's, only it's had, been going so well as it is. We've only had like seven white male captains so far in, in all nine series, so we need, we need more of so, that. White guys are killing it in charge of our government right now. The <laughs> overall reaction to the trailer... 
was pretty positive. Yeah, it yeah. was gorgeous. I, I fucking was, loved. I, it. I, it I got. Cool. I haven't watched oh, it. Oh god, I got. Dave. I got chills because it felt like Star Trek. If I'm going to be it, totally it, honest, it made me think maybe I will subscribe to CBS All Access. Uh, and watch yeah, this. when that ship came out of the clouds, <laughs> uh-huh. I just oh oh, oh it looks uh-huh. so good. Uh huh. <laughs> so here's this is from uh, Heat Street in the Daily Coast uh, pointed out that the series YouTube page has been bombarded by comments labeling the show racist as a social justice warrior plot aimed at shoving political correctness, forced diversity and cultural Marxism. But that's Star Trek. I was going to say that. that sounds like Star Trek. <laughs> and that's been Star see, Trek since 65. For God's see, sake. that's the thing. I realize they're not <laughs> they really don't know no. Star Trek fans. And no I'm just idea. like, Gene Roddenberry was a polyamorous socialist that thought that, yeah. that we were going to live towards a moneyless utopia where everybody got along and sexual orientation and skin color no longer mattered. And you got to fuck whoever you want. Yeah. yeah. Listen, they well, had a fucking well, pleasure planet you where see, you could just go lay pipe. But see, or, then, I, then I found some of the comments <laughs> And I realized. <laughs> then I found the comments. If you chose to, and I I realized that they don't know Star Trek. No, no. These so, are these are the people that have only seen the last three movies in theater. Listen to these. <laughs> listen to these comments. Well, even then they should they should have realized yeah. that, especially that last no, one. They were just looking at special effects. All right, here you go. Here's some, <clears throat> uh, whenever you see the hashtag white genocide, there's always oh, yeah. something yeah. that will make yeah, they your sure head are explode. Gonna, because I'm sure the, um, the white race sure has seen a lot of genocide. Fucking white folk. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Here we go. This, uh, I'm just. We've just, had it rough, haven't we, Shannon? I'm, I'm, Gosh darn it! I'm just over here chilling. <laughs> what golly gee have we? Yeah. Here, here are the comments. We're Star- underrepresented in media. Yeah. Star Trek Discovery. The only white males are a Vulcan asshole and a wimpy helmsman. The show appears to be fully SJW converged. Oh. I what? bet they called them cucks at some point too. What the fuck? So they're so they're complaining about that. Mean, meanwhile, meanwhile, mm. I auditioned for every fucking role as a black male or a per, not even a black male, but a person of color, and we're usually at the bottom. I I I've, I swear, are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? I'm so fucking and yet, angry. And yet, I get a I get an email. Oh! Get an email from my friend Tabitha. <laughs> Uh, who, Asian American woman, and she said she was brought to tears the first time she heard Michelle Yeoh talk because Michelle Yeoh was allowed to keep her Chinese accent. There was an article Mm, that I read, the Geek Show uh, Twitter handle retweeted. Is that that her? No, no. I got that message from Tabitha about half an hour before you retweeted that. She said, you know, she, she herself has been in the States her entire life, but her mother yeah. has a, a somewhat thick Chinese accent. Her grandmother doesn't even speak English. It was, and she's like, yeah. watching this, I'm going, oh, my family can exist there. Seriously, I want, I yeah. want people to go read this. It was on uh, Blaster or the Sci-Fi Wire, whatever mm-hmm. it's called now. It was an article written by this uh, young lady, and uh, it'll bring you to tears. It's, it the, it's, it's, the, it's the thing. Okay, growing up in my household, Star Wars fans, right? My wife likes Star Wars. My son likes Star Wars. I love Star Wars. I live and breathe Star Wars. My daughter could give a shit. Ray comes along and she goes, I can be a Star Wars. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. now, and that's, that's kind of what it's about. You might say that it's social justice warrior bullshit. No, it's about having an opportunity to look at something and say, I can be that. Yes. Exactly. Because not even, everybody looks at episode four and says, I can be Luke. But I don't think like uh, in the case of this, I don't think it was a fucking conscious choice even like, oh, let's really do this and be diverse. 
Well, think, Brian Fuller said that he was he was going to follow the Star Trek uh, model, model, which is diversity for more than fifty years. Well, exactly. it's, it's it's called IDIC, and it's it's in the original Star Trek. It's it's this Vulcan symbol infinite that Spock diversity has. Diversity and infinite. Combinations. And he says it's the IDIC uh, symbol. It means infinite diversity and well, infinite combinations. And you know, and, and so it's based in it's canon. It's in the original series. Well, and I want to say, like, God know? damn it, the the Federation's got what thousands of thousands and thousands and thousands of ships, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. A fucking Chinese person's lady's probably going to be in control of one of these fucking ships. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? It's just like. Just the odds. Now, you know? crazy pills here. Yeah. Now, see, the, the next tweet I got will really set you off. I don't know if I can handle this. Hold on, I'm going to lick this R2D. Lick that. Calm down. It broke Jay. Look at him. He's just like. I just, I just don't get it. I don't, Star- I, well, I don't fucking right, here get it. Here it goes. Here it goes. Star Trek introduces white genocide in space as if diversity could make it to space. What? Hmm. Do you. So they're saying people of color couldn't even make it to fucking space? They're saying that, yes. Mm. I think they need Fuck. to watch the second episode of American Gods and hear what Mr. Nancy has to say about that shit. Yeah, that, yeah. That's, that, that made me cry, actually. I bet it did. Oh, uh, let's fuck. see. Here's, I don't understand. They're here's, fucking crazy people. Here's, here's a couple more. CBS upcoming Star Trek diversity. The one, only, white, only one white cast member, and surprise, he's gay. Another SJW failure like Marvel Comics. Cool, then don't watch it. Fuck you. Star Trek Discovery, more like Star Trek Maforced Diversity. That was a stretch. That was terrible. Another prequel no one asked for, lacquered in feminist political correctness and shit writing. The, they know what shit writing? Because they've seen it? Because they've seen the trailer. Yeah. 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 Uh, A.K.A. SJW The Next Generation. Trailer drops. Seems Black Lives Matter made the trailer. <sighs> Star Trek Discovery of Feminism Edition, question mark. I loved Captain Janeway, but please don't ruin Star Trek with tons of political correctness. That's Star Trek. That's fucking Star Trek. It's the most politically correct fucking shit And actually, if you really want to get into it, guess what the Borg are? The Borg are a warning about the dangers of extreme political correctness. That sometimes we can get so caught up in in normalizing everything that we lose our individual identity. Hmm. Well, it's also talking about you know, the third the third stage of intergalactic so, civilization. But I guess, regardless, I get hmm. so outraged because I'm so lucky to not n- know any people like this. Exactly. I, I just well, I know too and, many, <laughs> and it's not it's not that hard, guys. They're people. They're in space. Cool, it, you guys. Let's look at the quality of the writing. Let's look at let's look at Brian Fuller and the fact that he hasn't done a shitty show. Yeah. Let's look at the fact that this guy got his start on Deep Space Nine. Oh, I'm sorry. Is Deep Space Nine a problem? Yeah, or Voyager. Uh, well, Deep Space Nine had a very diverse cast, and that started in, what, 93? Uh, but again, if it's not bringing the trolls out, it's not Star Trek, because, yeah. uh, you know, CBS was fined pretty heavily the original run because of some things they decided to do yeah. and threatened mightily. For pushing that envelope, it just like I said, my head exploded for five minutes researching that article, and then I realized they're they're not really fans, yeah. but at the same time they're out there, yeah. And that's the just, that's just, the problem. But I think that's all they've got, uh, and that's kind of sad. You know, can I just say? And I'm sorry for yelling earlier. It just I just I can't tell you like I, I the the comment about where a male is com- compl- or I won't even I don't know if it's a male, but that person is complaining about. That uh, the only I get was the the only white guy is a is a, gay. Yeah. Is, a is a Vulcan asshole. What, okay. uh, white guy's a Vulcan asshole, and and, uh, and the helmsman. white males are Vulcan asshole and a wimpy helmsman. You guys, um, I'll just, all right to you know, so. to 
to reinforce what the the message because I, I I had my knee jerk reaction. I've kind of calmed down, but I will just I will just say this. Um, in 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 theater in in the acting world, um, Halle Berry, Denzel Washington, Oscar winners. They both won Best Actor and Best Actress. Still to this day, I those Oscars are almost they're on, they're. I can't truly celebrate them. That's just me personally because Denzel Washington had to play a crooked cop. You know, just, oh, I just, see. just, I see and, what you're saying. you know, Halle yeah. Berry damn near had to fuck a white dude just to get it. Well, she did in Monsters Ball, which I mean, still like great scene, but I mean, like she had to be at the bottom, like, and it just. So please understand for that person. I know you're not listening, but there are so many people of color. And then, I mean, let's talk about. We could go on about Indian Americans that have always have to play taxi drivers, right. and 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 people of uh, people of brown and uh, Latin descent that have always have to play gardeners in the, in these roles. There's or so gangsters. Many, yeah, yeah, there's so many people that get typecast. So when so I'm so if you don't understand, you're just fucking stupid. Like I, I just wish I could articulate this better. And I. I w- I think I'm, you're articulating it perfectly, Mike. But I'm, I'm just, it just, you just don't get it. And and when you see, when you see a, a, a person that has the same shade of of you, after you're so used to them seeing them in a downtrodden role where they're where they're always at the bottom of the barrel, and you just see them on top just for a fucking second, can can is that okay? Can we fucking mm-hmm. have that moment? Just just. I mean, I'm, it doesn't have to be that way all the time, but I mean, it's just like, fuck, can, I ju- can we just enjoy that for a second? Mm-hmm. And if, if that makes me wrong or wanting to, I'm not trying to take over the white race. I'm not trying to take over the planet with my fucking social justice agenda. No, I just, I just, there should be equal representation. Yeah, I'm, like, fuck, I'm all for whoever wants to run a goddamn enterprise ship. Fucking let them run it. And also, you know, just I've be good it. at the fucking job. Right, yep. and, it's, yeah. and it's also not real. Oh, it's not real. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's that. There's that article. I'm sorry, guys. There, no, no. There, I, I, know I think you I'm made sorry, good I points. I think you I'm made like, good points. It's like as as white people, my whole fucking life, <sighs> I have seen white actors play every kind of fucking role. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like every like. No, we've seen white actors. We've seen white actors play every kind of ethnicity too. Exactly. And it's just like so. I've seen it top to bottom. But I, like, and I totally, I've never thought about it really that way until you were just talking about it. It's like, for a majority of your life, every time, or like ninety eight percent of the time, you saw a black actor, he was playing a fucking crook or a, you know, like something yeah. shitty, like yeah. a, a slave or a fucking, yeah, you know. And well, I'll take it even further as white males. Sure, that's also very different. Back to that Wonder Woman thing, you know. Yep. We've that that same argument. We've always seen that. Well, you know what? We're getting a Wonder Woman movie. Yeah, awesome. I just, I I mean, it's fucking 2017, man. There's an article. We're supposed to have flying cars, and we got fucking people boobing on their fucking internet about. We'd have flying cars if if people actually got off the fucking internet, complaining about (laughs) a goddamn Wonder Woman movie, and put them put them thought. Their energy and thought process yep. into actually creating a flying car. There's an I'm art, just saying. There's an interview with Diego Luna that came out right after Rogue One. And, uh, oh, yes. Diego Luna made a very conscious effort, and the director made a very conscious effort to make sure that Cassie and Andor... Because uh, guess what? Diego Luna is an amazing actor, and if he didn't want to use the accent that he has in that movie, if he didn't want to sound like Diego Luna, he could have sounded British and he could have sounded American. But they made a conscious effort for him to sound Mexican. I'm very deliberately saying Mexican. 
because when he took his dad to see that movie, his dad was in tears when they left the theater because, oh my God, we made it. We're in space. We we're we're in Star Wars, and it wasn't it wasn't whitewashed. It wasn't. And guess what? Was the character any less believable as no, a as a no kick ass rebel spy? And the thing is, I didn't even fucking notice. To I be know. honest, no, I really did. Like I, I yeah. was he, like, oh, well, he he had an accent. I was like, oh, guy's got an accent. Yeah, like yeah. and the movie it, went yeah, on, and the movie went on. Yeah, you know, is mm-hmm. it really is it really fucking up your day? Mm-hmm. So so for us, we look at it, and we go, okay, cool. Uh, there's this guy. He's a kick ass rebel spy, and some people might have looked at it and said, oh, cool. Here's this kick ass rebel spy, and he just happens to be brown. Oh, cool. Here's a kick-ass rebel spy that's got a different voice than mine. But to a lot of people, it was, this guy sounds like me. Right. And he's a badass. And he's a badass. Yeah. And he and he and he's a hero who yeah. laid down his life to exactly. make episode four happen. Yeah. That's why I freak out every time I see Anthony Mackie in a Falcon costume. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's because I'm, I'm a service member, and I'm... Very proud to serve my country, no matter what current state it is in. <laughs> and to see a man that is the same color as me suiting up, fighting for his country, fighting alongside Fighting Captain for America. principle. Yeah. Fighting for those same freedoms that I try to protect. Mm-hmm. Is, it's just fucking inspiring. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry if I'm if, if that's too much fun for you, Internet. Social justice, Jay. Oh, God. <laughs> Social justice. I'll chickety check my fucking privilege, all and, right? And, yep. and, and to all of you who, who believe in, in white genocide. I let, don't. Shit. Let, let me I, clarify. I let, don't. Let, let me just calm your nerves. We live here in Utah. Yep. The city of Sandy and Draper... Mm-hmm. Both of those cities are taking care of it. Don't worry. Yeah. There'll be plenty of white. There, there, plenty they are, of white people. They are, they are bastions. <laughs> they're making of, them uh, left and right. What are they doing? Poison. <laughs> but the nice part is in the fucking pottery barns and shit. <laughs> the, ni- the nice part is the the masses are so opiated out there. They just leave those kids sitting on the you know they're, they're just <laughs> sitting out there on the curbs. Yeah, so, so if you ever need a white spinners, if you ever need a white kid, <laughs> they're just hanging out in oh, uh, in Harriman. All right. Uh, well, After. Well, now that we've solved that problem. Yeah. Yeah. Did we solve a problem? We'll talk about Star Wars coming up. Uh, All right. Because I mean, Star Wars makes everything better. It does. It, it really does. I'm excited. After these messages, we'll be right back. I'm going to punch things. That sounded too black. It's time for technology to give you more family time, not less. Introducing Nucleus, the Wi-Fi home intercom with auto answer. Call from room to room or home to home with no monthly fees. No more yelling up and down the stairs and no more struggling to set up Skype calls with grandma and grandpa. Nucleus is available today at NucleusLife.com. Use the code GEEKSHOW, one word, to get a special discount. Black Velvet Boutique, I've had a lot of Geek Show podcast listeners thank me for introducing them to Black Velvet Boutique. Well, Dawn and Leah at Black Velvet Boutique want to thank you for stopping by. They're located at 293 South State Street in Clearfield. It's a sexual wellness resource, locally owned and operated, open seven days a week. Uh, The staff's really supportive, very passionate about making sure their customers have a positive experience. They emphasize positive relationships between partners and with oneself. Black Velvet Boutique, all-inclusive, judgment-free shopping environment. I mean, talking about sex can be uncomfortable, if you let it. Black Velvet Boutique, they believe there's no shame in sex or wanting to be educated about sex. You're free to just shop anonymously or, you know, don't be shy. Engage with any of the Black Velvet Boutique staff. They're interested in building an honest dialogue and relationship with their customers and helping people make informed decisions. It's not a porn store or a novelty store. It's a store for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. Black Velvet Boutique, huge advocates of self-care. 
which is about understanding your body and sexual needs and desires. Visit them at their store, 293 South State Street in Clearfield, or call them. Ask about their free workshops as well, blackvelvetboutique.com, located at 293 South State Street in Clearfield. It's May, it's May, the lusty month of May. Whether you're celebrating National Paranormal Day, that's May 3rd, National Star Wars Day, May 4th, of course, National Wine Day, May 25th, National Honor Our LGBT Elders Day, May 17th, or of course, Mom's Day, Sunday, May 14th, it looks like the month of May was made for Cabin Fever customers. Priding themselves in retro candy, hilarious books, tin totes, rubber duckies, jigsaw puzzles, gift books, and licensed merchandise, it's about time to drop in and meet them. For 35 years, Cabin Fever has been the store for eccentric folks with too much unique tastes. So visit Cabin Fever in the heart of historic Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East in Salt Lake City, Utah. Stop in, meet the staff, say hello to Dave, tell him Geek Show says hey, thanking you for your continued support for shopping local. Cabin Fever, so much more than a card store. Let's see what's happening at Dr. Volt's Comic Connection in June. Batman, Dark Days. Darkness comes to the DC Universe with the Mystery of the Forge. Aquaman, The Flash, and more of DC's pantheon of heroes suspect Batman of hiding a dark secret that could threaten the very existence of the multiverse. Also a title called Crosswind, a slick and ruthless Chicago hitman, a smart but downtrodden Seattle housewife. When an inexplicable event strikes these two random strangers, their bodies, souls, and lives are switched to potentially deadly effect. It's Freaky Friday meets Goodfellas. Also, the web-slinging, wall-crawling wonder returns to New York City in the all-new Peter Parker Spectacular Spider-Man, a companion series to the best-selling Amazing Spider-Man series. Peter is going back to basics for big heroics and the Big Apple. Featuring adversaries old and new, be there as Spider-Man returns to his friendly neighborhood for his never-ending battle against crime and the dreaded Parker Luck. Daredevil, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, Iron Fist. Individually, these four heroes have been on the front lines of the battle to keep the streets of the city safe and secure, but now, with a deadly enemy from the dim past making a major move to unite the underworld, they will need to become more. They will need to become the Defenders. Support local business. They're open seven days a week. Their hold service is free, and with that, you get a 20% discount of purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free, and 10% for active or retired military. 2043 East, 3300 South, your friendly neighborhood comic book store, Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Hey, are you doing all the work? I mean, are you having groceries, ingredients shipped to your home, and then you're doing all the work? I mean, really, you couldn't send me pre-made croutons? I gotta slice the almonds. All that packaging and ice packs, that can't be good for the environment either. Let Chef Daniel do it for you. Home delivery service geared for those who can't cook or are too busy or have decided to make changes in their diet and don't know where to start. This is from scratch cooking in resealable, reusable containers. Ask Shannon, he's used this service. Menu changes weekly. You can order as much or as little as you like. No commitment to order every week. Daniel can accommodate all food preferences and allergies. Vegan, vegetarian, paleo, gluten, and dairy-free. 
Daniel sources a lot of ingredients locally. He's proud to source and serve a lot of local product. Go to his website, Cantu's Catering, C-A-N-T-U-S Catering.com for more information or to submit a home delivery request or contact Chef Daniel at 801-359-6035. Oh, Daniel can cater your party or special event no matter how big or small. Ask me or Jimmy about that. He's done that for us before. And you get a special discount if you tell Daniel, Geek Show says hey. This year's Tour de Cure is on June 10th in Brigham City to support the fight against diabetes. The Tour de Cure is not a race, but an event for everyone with options, including a 5K walk run and bike routes ranging from a family-friendly 12-mile ride up to a challenging 100-mile century ride. Every route is supported with rest stops, food to fuel the journey, and fans to cheer you on. Enjoy the beautiful scenery, followed by a great after-party. The Tour de Cure is proud to partner with the Brigham City Heritage Arts Festival, where all participants can enjoy performances, artisans, children's activities, and more. Did you know that over 200,000 adults and children are living with diabetes in Utah alone? Ride, run, or walk for those you love living with diabetes and help fund critical research, advocacy, and education. To register or volunteer, visit the American Diabetes Association at diabetes.org slash geekshow. Learn more and let them know you heard about it here by going to diabetes.org slash geekshow. Remember, it starts with you. It's time for technology to give you more family time, not less. Introducing Nucleus, the Wi-Fi home intercom with auto answer. Call from room to room or home to home with no monthly fees, no more yelling up and down the stairs, and no more struggling to set up Skype calls with grandma and grandpa. Nucleus is available today at NucleusLife.com. Use the code GEEKSHOW, one word, to get a special discount. And we're back. Last segment drove me to drink. Yes, we're we back. We're back. We're chilling this shit. I, I'm sorry my blood got so angry. No. I, know. I got emotional. I knew there was no way to present these stories without that happening. Guys, yeah, we got we to gotta be better ambassadors to the world. Not I mean, as geeks, sure. As geek show mm-hmm. people, sure. But I mean, I think overall. Just you, as human you, beings. As, yeah. yeah, geeks, you got to be better to each other and you got to be better to the people around you. And uh, and some of you are already doing a really good job. Yeah. Some of you are really good ambassadors of nerddom. But the things that we love, Star Wars is about hope. Superman's about hope. Justice League's about hope. X-Men's about diversity and, and, and change and, and yeah. embracing the better world that can come. Star Trek in particular is about, about a world that isn't trying to throw itself into chaos constantly and where people can come together and be decent. So And one I'll never see. Mm. You, right. I, I will just to quickly piggyback on what Lee said is just I really love this show because I know the type of man that I was prior to being on this show and this show be, being around you amongst the you you gentlemen. Stop it. I'm no, no. gentleman. <laughs> You know, uh, but honestly, it, it's uh, it, being around you guys has made has made me open my mind to so much and made me a better person. Where I I can actually truly stand up for what I believe in. And I'm going to counter yeah. that, Jay, and say that knowing you has uh, several times been a learning experience for me mm-hmm. and helped me realize that there's always work to do. Yeah, the, oh, trust me, seconded. Uh, yep. San Diego Comic Con, San Diego Comic Con with Lee George Cade opened a fucking vast world for me, <laughs> and uh, I, I learned a lot about what's right, what you, what's right, what's right, and respecting everybody, 
not just looking out for your own culture, mm-hmm. but looking out for everyone's. Yes. And, and like, honestly, and that's what being, to me, a good person and a good geek is. is not, I mean, look out for, uh, always, it's human nature to look out for yourself and look out for what looks like, but like, look out for everybody. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's how we get to Star Trek and not Fury Road. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's, yeah. that's what we want. As, as a species... Not not as individual cultures. We want to get yeah. to the Star Trek, not the Fury Road. Exactly. Because All right. frankly, you don't want to see me there. Couple, right. <laughs> a couple of quick news items, and then we'll talk uh, Star Wars because it is the fortieth. Uh, let's see the uh, uh, Spider Man. They they're calling it a spinoff, but as far as I know, these characters aren't going to be in the Spider Man Homecoming movie. But they mm-hmm. are Spider Man considered Spider Man characters. Uh, Black Cat and Silver Sable. Mm. Okay. Uh, it is going forward. They have found a director, uh, the filmmaker uh, Gina Prince Bythewood, uh, did the Secret Life of Bees. Oh, uh, she will be directing Silver and Black, is what it's going to be called. So it's going to have one movie with both characters. One movie with both. So characters. So they're they're uh, maybe realizing that they're probably going to do it better than DC and go ahead and do it anyway. I don't know. Because I know Gotham Sirens is a thing that's getting yeah. batted around by Warner Brothers a lot. Yeah. Those girls got some outfits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, uh, you know, we've got a producer. The script is being worked on right now. Chris Yost, who uh, has worked on uh, Thor Ragnarok writing. Lisa Joy, co-creator of Westworld, is uh, nice. working on the script. Ooh-wee. God. And, I missed uh, that show. I'm waiting for that. Where's that? that? When's that season coming back? Show, show, that, show that made Ned. It's actually gonna, It's a while. They're like we're gonna get like a two. It's year, a long time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, a show that made, I, it's uh, worth the wait. It's a show that made nudity not sexy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Can you believe it's like a HBO <laughs> show could... where nudity isn't sexy. Uh, let's yep. see. This director uh, won awards for Love and Basketball in 2000. Love and Basketball. That was my jam. That's a great. Yeah, she, that's a great movie. This is her feature debut. Oh my God! So she's I love that movie. Sanan Lathan, uh, Omar Epps. God, that movie's so good. Whatever happened to fucking Omar Epps? That guy's a good actor. He just did all. He just did House, and that's it. Oh, she that's uh, she co-created God, the uh, love a basketball. She co-created movie. the the uh, crime show Shots Fired, hmm. uh, romantic drama Beyond the Lights. I don't know. Uh, that she shit. is due to direct the pilot for Cloak and Dagger. Uh, wow. Which the trailer too looks fantastic. Well, that trailer was seen that. Yeah, There's yeah. a trailer now for yep. Cloak and Dagger. Oh, yes, yeah. there is. What? Yeah. It's uh, you don't get to really see any superpowers. No, no, you really don't. But you get a you get a feeling you of the tone of the show. show yeah. But the trailer for Gifted looked fantastic too. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 There's Gifted, so much. Gifted there's got so me much all stuff. pumped up. Uh, let's see. Oh, and here's more uh, good news. Um, the new Mutants movie <laughs> is cruising right along. Tell me, tell me they're going to set it in 2032. They haven't really said because. The majority of the New Mutants were on screen in Logan. They are... Uh, oh, yeah. That's right. Uh, Rosario Dawson, my darling. Rosario <laughs> is uh, joining... I love her so much. Um, when she's dancing in Clerks, oh, too. Oh, God, yes. Anyway. Uh, so we already have uh, Anna Taylor-Joy uh, and uh, Maisie Williams have signed up. We, to- we told you about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're looking at Rosario Dawson. They're not saying what role... But here's what the director, Joss Boone, said in Entertainment Weekly. We're making a full-fledged horror movie set within the X-Men universe. There are no costumes. There are no supervillains. We're trying to do something different. Maybe have some costumes. Just try. Yeah. Yeah, Just make a little bit of costume. Uh, Go ahead. Come on, buddy. Because seriously, it's not not like X-Men really embraced (laughs) the costumes until recently. Maybe just like uh, color-coded shirts. Yeah. No, because okay. What was the, the first couple uh, X Men movies? Yeah, are like, jacket. hey, how about some leather tracksuits? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'll, that'll make them superheroes. 
I wonder if it's going to be something to do with with hell. It's like the only thing Days of Future Past got right is that they had costumes. Yeah. I bet they're going to do something to do with hell and demons. You think? Yeah, because magic magic is the... Mm. Mm, she becomes yeah. like the queen of yeah. She hell. becomes the queen of she's she's abducted by demons when she's eight and spends uh, spends like ten years of her life in limbo. But it's it's only a couple seconds to the rest of the world. Uh-huh. But Kitty Pride goes there too and ends up aging into an old woman. So oh. the two of them have a lot of baggage. But that sword that Elena has is her soul sword. That's a sword that she forged in hell. Huh. Holy shit! To become the queen of hell. It's brutal. How you just like forge a sword and like just out I'm, of your sword? I know, but I'm just like lots of free time. I know. I'm bored. I think I'm gonna mold my soul. Yeah, and then into you get you get you get back. She goes the, on YouTube and starts looking up sword. <laughs> there was there was no YouTube at the time. <laughs> Tutorials, you never know. Yeah, but you know, you go back to Earth after you've been in hell for ten years, and your brother's whining about how much he crushes on a on a. <laughs> a teenage girl. And I was in hell, you whiny bitch. Yeah. Oh, oh, this is Piotr's yeah. uh, sister. Yeah. Um, and then, um, again, DC has more problems with their directors and movies. <laughs> Doug Lyman has, has left Justice League Dark. That's never going to happen. The only director that could have done that movie justice left it long, long yeah. ago. I mean, now he says that it's just because he's busy. He's uh-huh. he's working on Chaos Walking and a bunch of other stuff. I can't remember contact with foreign dignitaries. <laughs> so <What>? there's that. <laughs> um, just saying. That's, got, that's the excuse you. for directors is, oh, I'm busy. I got you. Uh, so anyway, so he they've lost another director. They're looking. Hopefully they'll have one this week. There is only one guy that could direct Justice League Dark. Michael Bay. Yeah, Michael Bay. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> No, what? <laughs> as I say, what? As I say, if not him, Brett Ratner. Yeah, Brett, no, Ratner. Michael Bay. Michael Bay's going to uh, direct uh, Justice League. Duh. Dirk. <laughs> Dirk. <laughs> and then finally, this um, you're getting a uh, Dark Crystal prequel. I saw that. Series. I think, I think that, saw that shit. shit. It's, I think it's, that movie still scares me. Wow, it it's, does. It's live action. <laughs> uh huh. It's the Henson Muppet people. Yep. And it's going to be on Netflix. Interesting. Oh. Uh, the announcement, uh, Dark Crystal Age of Resistance, will run 10 episodes. No, and if they yes, could, there will be puppets. If did they you could find it, a but, script. Did you see, like... Shut the, up! The Dark Crystal is goodly, George no, K. No, it's not. It's <laughs> terrible. They put a lot... But, oh. The artwork is amazing that they're Oh, they're, no, no. The, the people... For. I can't remember the name of the, of the designers, yeah. um, but... The people who designed all of the monsters in that and in Labyrinth, they they do some amazing, amazing illustrations. And the design work on both movies is fantastic. But please don't insult me by saying that there's a plot there. There is. Yeah, well, it's cool. Actually, I don't know because the the Gelflings freak me out. Uh, Louis Letterier. Oh, God, do you smell toast? (laughs) Louis, (laughs) it's gone. With corn on top. Louis Letterier. You know, who directed The Incredible Hulk, and yeah. now you see me in Transporter. He is directing and executive producing yeah. the series. Cool. Uh, I like some of those movies. The, uh, the, <laughs> the, the characters will be brought to life with a mix of puppetry and CG. Uh, there's no uh, it premiere a, date yet. It's a prequel. But the it says, when three Gelfling discover the horrifying secret behind the Skeksis' <laughs> power... They set out on an epic journey to ignite the fires of rebellion and save their oh, world. Those so poor little potato creatures that get their souls sucked out. I like Fizzgig. He was cool. Preppets. He was, so the, he was the dog with Come the, on, the all the Come on, the Skeksis were cool. The Skeksis were great. Again, the costume yes. and the design and the puppetry were fantastic. <laughs> Just give us some props. There you go. Yeah. 
Trampling in there. Okay, for a movie I don't like, I've seen it probably 20 times. I mean, because the plot is that good. No, because I just, I turned the volume down and I fast forward through the freaky looking Carly Simon lookalikes. Because they all look like Carly Simon. Every single one of those things. I used to show that at the end of the year at the set and the kids were just like, looking at me like, what the that's boring yeah. shit. Yeah, I saw that movie for the first time at the Gem Theater in Magna, Utah. All right. For 50 oh. cents. <laughs> Preppets. I remember yeah. that. <laughs> for 50 cents? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I wish, I wish we were doing video yeah, today. I know, like, yeah, I was just thinking the same <laughs> I need, thing. I need you to cosplay that. Because Shannon is killing it on video right now. <laughs> <laughs> Right. It looks like well for uh, for those who can't see what he's doing. It so looks, he, so everyone else, yeah, <laughs> uh, it looks like he's playing the piano. He looks like he looks tra- like Shannon cosplaying uh, Rolf the dog, but as, yes, as a, a mystic bit. from a bit. Dark Crystal. It's yeah, it looks like somebody. It looks like he's playing the piano and somebody's feeding him corn on top through a tube. Yeah, <laughs> it's your corn tube. All right, mm, corn last tube. week, on the twenty fifth. It was the, really Star Wars Day. The true anniversary. The true yeah. anniversary, because yeah. May, May 4th has been, you know, it's, turned into... It's, it's the Hallmark version. Yeah, it's the Hot Topic version. Yeah, there's but May, that's okay. Oh, no, no, wait, which is fine, yeah. Did, May the 4th, and then Revenge of the 5th after that. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> Celebrate your Star Wars whatever way you want. But this, the 25th, was the day uh-huh. that the movie premiered and changed all of our lives, I yeah. think I can say. Yeah. Even those of us that weren't there yet. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Star Wars, say. Star Wars waited for you. Changed my life. The way that it affected all all the movies that came after it, you bet it affected my life. Oh yeah, and f- really only affected all the movies that came after it by being affected by all the movies that came before it. Well, there you go. First thing, a, it was a uh, choke point. Well, it was a, it was a, a you know you say that, but I was thinking about that this morning. Well, you, you get into you get into things like uh, I can't remember the exact name of the sci-fi serial, but in the fifties there was something like uh, Commander Cody and the Rocket Men. Yes, and the clone armor design in Episode Three was very heavily influenced by that, as was General Kenobi's commander Cody. Yes. Uh, you have the old Flash Gordon serials with Larry Buster Crab, uh, very clearly influencing a lot of the costume design. And now the, wor- the the words at the beginning of the story. Yeah. In every Flash Gordon episode, it was last time mm-hmm. Flash Gordon and the Lion Men. Yeah, you know. it's 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 an homage to, uh, of course, mythology, uh, world mythology, and to Akira Kurosawa movies, and to. Uh, the greatness of science fiction serials of the 50s. That can also be Star Wars' downfall sometimes, is, mm-hmm. is he's so busy paying homage to the things that he liked that he forgot that sometimes it wasn't a good thing to like. Uh, but, yeah, it, it, it is it is the perfect concentration, the pressure cooker of all the greatness that came before it, and then the inspiration for all the greatness that came after. Well, I uh, yeah, I was thinking exactly about that this morning because I was uh, I was thinking about my awareness of it was strictly through Starlog magazine. Mm-hmm. Great magazine. <laughs> and and I was getting Starlog because of Star Trek, mm-hmm. you know, and, and stuff like that. And Star Trek turned me on to all of those old, you know, sci-fi movies. Uh, you know, it came from outer space, when worlds collide. Well, and if you're a Star Trek you fan know, in the 70s, you wanted to track down the stuff that the you people wanted, in Star Trek you, had been in. Yeah, and, and in Starlog magazine, they were interviewing these people who uh, were talking about the making of Star Wars. It was just being made then, and they had mm-hmm. pictures from the sets. Tunisia. And, and then the people 
talking about making the movie would talk about these other movies. And so I would seek them out, Forbidden Planet, you know, all of those. Because of C-3PO, we got turned on to Metropolis. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So I started researching and learning about all that old sci-fi. And I would really encourage people to do that because it's it's important to know where your geek come from, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, know your lineage. And I wasn't excited about Star Wars. I was, you know, I was, I was still a Star Trek fan. I was there when, every day at 4 o'clock when it was on in the afternoon, you know, the reruns. Mm-hmm. And I would watch them over and over again. But I would see this thing that's developing and coming. And I'm like, well, it's not Star Trek. Right. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'll see it eventually. There's a picture of Darth Vader without his helmet. That guy's got big sideburns, you know. Right? <laughs> and, uh, okay. Well, I don't know. This doesn't look like my my bag, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. So it was uh, it was about, a, I think, a three weeks after it opened. Because it didn't open really wide like we're it used to now. Release, no. it, it It was only released in a few markets. I but think 200 theaters yeah, for maybe, the first week. Maybe. Yeah. If that. And it just exploded. And so then they started cranking out copies, uh, you know, to get them into the theaters, mm-hmm. get them into the theaters. And the closest uh, uh, movie theater at that time was the one in Payson. It was like two mi- a mile and a half, two miles away from me. But it was not a big theater. It wasn't, you know, in the big cities. You know, mm-hmm. you, you, movies like that played in the big cities first. Like the Center Theater here in Salt Lake. Exactly. And then they'd slowly make it out to smaller markets. And so when it finally came to Provo, Utah, it was about 20 miles away, I was aware of it, but I didn't have a driver's license or anything like that. So I, you know, I could ask mom to take me to the movie in Provo, but How she'd be like, you when it came out? 12, maybe, yeah. I think. Yeah, I was seven, so. Yeah. yeah. So I was thinking, I'd maybe ask mom to take me, but, you know, she's not too keen about just dropping me off and she doesn't want to see it, you know. So my. Brother Kevin was dating his uh, his then fiance, whom he did marry, and they'd just go to movies, you know, because that's what you do when you're dating. And they didn't know anything about it; they just heard people saying it was a good movie, and so they went and saw it. And they came home right afterward and said, "You've got to, you've got to come. We're going to go see it again. You've got to come and see this thing. You've, it, this is this is great." And that's when it happened. So. Yeah, God, I wish I could have. I wish I was alive. Then. Yeah, because oh. like I just, I was just thinking about that. Yeah. Like, I I love when I'm alive right now for media, mm-hmm. movies, TV. TV's amazing right now. Video games and everything like that. But there's no giant genre world changing spectacle like that anymore. Mm-hmm. Everything we see, it's like, oh yeah, I saw a version of that already. Or I can wait until it comes out on Blu-ray. Or I'll, yeah, I'll wait till it comes was, out on Blu-ray. There yeah. was no waiting until anything came out on it. Yeah, or it's like you know everything's kind of been done. But Star Wars was so huge when it came out that it was like no one had ever seen anything like that at that level before. Well, I, I want you to go and and look at this thing. The uh, it's it's a it's a theater in L.A. called the Cine Family. Mm. It's one of these art house theaters, and um, they also do comedy and things like that. But mm. uh, they put together, and it's free online. They showed it at the Cine Family, but it's free online right now. It's called. Star Wars, nothing but Star Wars. Hmm. So if you search Star Wars, nothing but Star Wars, Cinefamily, one word, Cinefamily, you'll see it. I tweeted it on the Geek Show feed uh, a couple of days ago. It's, it, it is an hour and a half, but it's, it's footage from those days. Uh, 
that encompasses news reports about it, mm-hmm. interviews with you know young Mark Hamill saying it was stupid. Yeah, you know he's he's being <laughs> interviewed by some foreign press, and it, you know it's finally made it over there. And they said, "Can you walk down the streets of of uh, anywhere in America without getting recognized as Luke Skywalker?" And he says, "Oh, I can walk down the streets, but not unless I want to talk about Star Wars for four hours." Oh. It's stupid. Oh, I mean, he's just talking shit about this that was movie. Nimoy's "I'm not Spock" moment. Yeah, and it's and it's a whole bunch of uh, you know the the actors at the time talking about the dialogue is terrible yeah, and you right? know and, and all this. Was well, it Harrison Ford's comment? Uh, George, you can write it, but try saying it. I've never seen him say that, but yeah. they have that footage. Yeah, they've got that footage. Yeah, and it's That's the crazy. it's the toy ads, and it's the you know and and just. See, the mania around the whole thing. Yeah, the mania is what I'm getting. It was what I was getting at earlier. Uh, there isn't that anymore for anything. You know, I think we saw. Well, I, I think we saw a small glimpse of it when the first Avengers movie came out, because that was, was the f- it, that was the first time we'd seen all the superheroes in it, in a genre come together like that. The the only other but, time that I see mania like that is Star Wars related, and it was mm-hmm. certainly certainly. But, uh, but it's part of the culture that, already. But even that's not the way it was because. Think back to then. We didn't have all the media distractions we have now. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we had, had three, three fucking TV three stations, three network stations, and PBS. And movies. If you were lucky, you had PBS and movies. Yeah. And that's a, that's a conversation I had with my uncle one time, and uh, we were talking about how when he was my age and younger, he'd go to movies multiple times, the same movie. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I'm like, yeah. why would you do that? There's a million movies out there, and TV's like, dude, back then, yeah. There was nothing. You when, had when a good movie came when you a good had. movie came out, you went and saw it again and again because it was better than what was on his TV. And it was better than were, anything else in the theater. If you were lucky, the movie did well enough that they would re-release it the next year. Yeah. And so Star Wars yeah. was out every summer until Empire. Right. Well, and that's like this, wow. this poster that Jay asked about. It says, "Why does it say the Return of the Great Adventurous?" Well, that's when they yeah. they yeah. pull Raiders out for a while and then bring it back yeah. for a re-release. You know, maybe eight so, months or nine months know, later. Just, just you know. to give you a perspective on this, uh, first the the big Star Wars story. I, uh, my dad calls it the greatest mistake he ever made because when that movie came out, I didn't want to see it. I wanted nothing to do with it. I like Star Trek and I like Disney. Yeah. And mm. guess what opened the same week as Star Wars? The Rescuers. Ah. Oh, okay. So all I wanted to see was The Rescuers. Desperately wanted to see The Rescuers. So we are at the, the famous Pickwick Drive-In Theater in, uh, in Los Angeles, California. And as we're driving through the lane, it's my dad's birthday. And he just wants to see Star Wars. That's all it is. But we're in the same lane as The Rescuers because he was in the wrong lane. Oh. And I'm like, cool. My dad is pulling a solid on his birthday. <laughs> He's taking me to see The Rescuers. And we end up in the Star Wars lane, and I throw a shit fit. In the car, I'm like, I don't want to see that movie. I don't want to see that stupid trash can. I don't want to see. I don't want to see that kid. I don't want to see any of this shit. Didn't say shit because you know it was seven and it was the seventies. You weren't allowed yet. <laughs> you weren't. <laughs> you weren't. Yeah. So uh, uh, we end up seeing Star Wars, and seriously, the opening crawl hits, and that was, as my dad said, that was the end. That was the yeah. beginning of the end. So, yeah. but I remember the first thing I watched on home video was Star Wars on Laserdisc in 1979. Well, and this wow. this this will show you the lengths that you had to go through to even do that because those units were so goddamn expensive. They're like 7 or 800 bucks. Yeah. That you had in to, 1979 that, money. Yeah. that you would have to wait until it got on Laserdisc. Mm-hmm. Then you'd go to the the Laserdisc store, rent a machine, uh-huh. hook it up to and your They were not small. I've no, looked at old no, Laserdisc units. Giant. They were Big. huge. Hook it up to your TV. 
and then watch on a on a kind of a subpar screen. Yeah, uh, you know, I mean, oh, yeah, were, well, were, kind uh, of a subpar uh, the, screen. The, the TV this guy had uh, that I saw it at, he had uh, he had one of the big butt projectors, and then the screen was horrible. And so he was like, okay, it doesn't look that good on that. So he put it on the biggest TV he had in his house, which I think was a twenty seven inch color. Oh my goodness, uh, my computer monitor is bigger than yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> but but here's here's the only reason why we saw it Check because your privilege. Okay. <laughs> I'm in. I'm. I'm ten years old. I'm in fourth grade, right? And this kid comes to school and says, "I watched Star Wars at home last night." We're all like, "Fuck you! You did not. No way in hell you watched Star Wars." He's like, "Yes, I did." We called him a liar. This kid, to tell you the magnitude of this, he was the wealthiest kid in my fourth grade class, and he got beat up. <laughs> Wealthy kids don't get beat up. No. But he got beat up that day because we're all like, "No, you're lying. You didn't watch that." So the next day, his dad invites a bunch of the kids from the class to come watch Star Seriously? Wars. Yeah, and we're all like. And then you beat the shit out of you guys. And then, no, <laughs> then we beat hey, you kids beat up my son yesterday. You want to come watch Star Wars? Yeah, this, you guys dude, like that fucking Star Wars? This is Magna. Damn, this is Magna damn. 1980. We beat the dad up. <laughs> and well, then I, I was gonna say for me, yeah. like so, uh, I was six when it came out, and really, like, you don't really form really good memories until like around five, six. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So maybe you didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, But, like, Star Wars has always been in my life, you know what I mean, as far as my memories go. Mm -hmm. And, in fact, I saw the original Star Wars at the Center Theater. I drove there by myself. No, I'm just joking. Um, (laughs) He stole the car. No, it was my Uncle Barry. The age of seven. My Uncle Barry uh, comes to my mom and says, have you heard about the Star Wars? And, you know, my mom's like, oh, Jesus Christ. Get out of here with that, Barry. (laughs) And, uh. Michael Berry was this rad dude. He lo- he like he looked like he aped Willie Nelson's whole style. He had the big long braids and he wore the you know the bandana and, and all that shit. But he's like, I saw it the other day, and he's like, for some reason, I just think it's something that Shannon would really like. <laughs> That's right? cool. So he throws me in his truck, literally overhand. Probably, I probably sat in the back <laughs> rolling around yeah. in the fucking seventies. Yeah. You, know? you, you were tied next to the dog. <laughs> This is fun. And uh, we went to the center, that beautiful center theater that mm-hmm. I still I just miss. Corner State, And Maine. he sat me down in the seat, and I was too little. Like, the seat kept folding up on me. <laughs> so he had to hold my seat down the whole oh, time. Oh, man. And uh, the only, I, I'll be honest, the only real memory I have of that theater showing is the opening crawl and that fucking music. I think it just makes yeah. you yep. go, ah! yeah, It does something and real, then, real interesting to little kids. I do remember that. The Imperial Destroyer, mm-hmm. like, you know, flat out. And probably the opening scene, too, you know. But, um, yeah, but after that, I was just obsessed with it. Sheets. Oh, yeah. Fucking plates. Glasses. No. Fucking, well, you I know, like, all this, all shit, this shit. I forget and, that the action figures didn't even come out until <laughs> after the movie had been out for right. a while. Yeah. And the same thing. When it came out on video, fucking got it every weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, rented it. Yeah, uh, and yeah, I'm oh, going to see it every summer. And, and I, I, as I recall, and maybe I'm wrong, it seemed like there was a surge in VCR sales when it was announced that CBS was going to broadcast Star Wars for the first time. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh, so you could tape it. Yeah, that was the the great the great VHS uh, the JVC debacle of 1984 <laughs> because JVC lost the patent at that point, so people could start cranking out cheap VCRs. Prior to that, oh. VCR was like four or five hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So all of a sudden, you could get a VCR for ninety nine dollars, and my dad was like, "Oh, cool, we can 
we could pirate Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> well, it wasn't pirating. You're just taping TV. Right, you're just recording it, was, it off yeah. TV. So, like, I remember one time my little Robert, my brother, waking up. This was when we were still shouting. Room, wakes up just screaming. And then he was sitting there and he couldn't talk or anything. And I fucking, he was like half asleep in that mm-hmm. moment. Yeah. And I fucking woke him up and he swung at me. And I was like, what the, what's going on? He's like, Darth Vader was here. <laughs> <laughs> Darth Vader was in the room. It's neat. Well, it's, neat and, what, it's neat what was. Well, and, well and, and that year was also Close Encounters. Yeah. So if it wasn't for Star Wars and Close Encounters, I'd probably just be watching Captain Kirk's Star Trek reruns right now. Well, I kind of wonder, because I, I just because, read a thing that... Because if it wasn't for those two films, Paramount went, do we have a Star Wars? Yeah. And they said, oh, yeah, we got this Trek. Let's bring it back, you know. Mm-hmm. I read a thing that uh, Lucas was so convinced that it was going to bomb that he just went to Hawaii and hung out with Spielberg for yeah. a week. That's crazy. And that's, wow. that may not be the week that Indiana Jones was hatched, but it was mm-hmm. the beginning of that ritual that brought Indiana Jones about. Yep. So. Well, can I ask you two guys something? Yeah. Okay, Scholastic Book Orders. Yep. Yes. Do you remember, like, every time, so, like, oh. after Star Wars, before, right, uh, before Empire and before uh, Jedi, in our Scholastic Book Orders, you know, at school? Oh, you yeah, yeah, I, know, I remember that shit. That's I how, I, got, that's how so, I discovered Calvin and Hobbes. I didn't yeah. know you guys got them. They're old. Well, yeah, but we Shut got up, Tony. <laughs> but, but Tony. 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 We in had our books day. back then, too, asshole. You had in, books? In yeah. our day. Not stone yeah, t- tablets? Yeah, Tony, check your privilege. <laughs> if, you ordered, Just if you ordered a fifth Alfred Hitchcock and the Three Investigators book, you got a free kitten poster. That's pretty that's cool. Right. Yeah. Did so, it say hang in there? Yeah, he was on was, no, exactly no we didn't <laughs> work in offices. But do you remember, like, every like before uh, Empire and before Jedi came out, when we got our scholastic book orders, there was the fucking... The, uh, Illustrated storybook. Yep. Well, and and the novelization. Yeah. Uh, so we'd be able to get this like like months. It was just like it'd be like months before yeah. the new one came out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the minute that fucking thing came in and we got it at school at recess, we're all like, "What the fuck's a Boba Fett? Uh, Holy shit! That's Whoa, how Boba Fett. Why is why is Leah's outfit making my penis move? Well, that's that's how that's how Boba Fett became an obsession. I mean, they they put out the Kenner figure. Uh, months before the movie, and then we we got the Scholastic storybook well, with the yeah. photographs, and we saw Boba animated, and we the, saw yeah the Christmas special, in the holiday special. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, was where he made his debut. Let me go back just a second to what you said a little bit earlier, Lee. How the original movie action figures didn't come out for a couple of years? I was, I, no, I it, I think it was early seventy eight, but I might be wrong. That's because that, again on, on that, that on that Cine Family thing, there's a commercial for, for it that. that explains it. Because the interesting thing about that to me compared to today as well is if there was a movie that came out, even if it was a big movie, and they put action figures out for it a year later, nobody would give two well, craps. That's uh, the Wonder Woman figures have been out. There are they're already starting to put put them on clearance in some yeah. stores because they've that, already been out for a couple. And months. the movie's not even out yet. No, like that that kind of cultural phenomenon in media, it just it doesn't exist but anymore. He created that. Lucas created that. Right. I mean, there was right. there was Migo. If you were lucky, oh, wait, 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 wait. So you're saying before that it didn't exist either? No. Only only if Migo decided because before that it was like action figures were pretty much dolls for boys, right? Uh-huh. That's the way. That's G. the way I. most. Joe's that's and... the way most of the old timers looked at it. it was either yeah. GI Joes, anything else was a doll for boys, and sissy stuff. That's true. And so Migo, every once in a while, would be like, "Oh, cool, we're going to put out these 
eight inch tall action. Well, Carrie's got a lot of them yeah, of, of oh, superhero yeah. figures. Yeah. And then they did Star Trek, uh-huh. and that those and were Black action. Planet figures. of the Apes. Yeah, Planet of the Apes, and, yeah. and a couple of. I think I think uh, I think they did uh, and DC and. To yeah. be honest, they did emergency figures they for did. emergency fifty one. <laughs> yeah, regardless. Yeah. So so they did all this shit, and then Star Wars because Lucas had to basically give away the farm to, to Fox to distribute the movie in the first place. Right. Sold, he kept the, the rights to Canada. Yeah, he yeah. kept he kept the rights to licensing, which no one gave a shit about. No one gave a shit about licensing at all. They're like, well, who cares about this? Who's Fox gonna... was like, ah, fuck. Yeah, and so he he licensed <laughs> he licensed likeness rights. He licensed uh-huh. uh, merchandising and all this other stuff. So when Kenner finally saw that maybe it was going to be something, he he sold them the rights to make the toys, and they were huge yeah. in mm-hmm. a way that, and they were tiny. No and one they, no one bought little action was, figures, and they were small. And, I mean, you see them, and oh, super yeah, yeah. affordable. How much did those things cost? Two ninety nine. Uh, yeah, they were they were like they were like two or three bucks, and yeah. and the the early bird pack was what it was called, and yeah. and what it is is that you would you would buy an an envelope or something, and it had like a sticker in it, yeah. and, a, and a stand. Yep. Uh, for your figures when they came, and they, so said, they hadn't even made them yet. They said, "If you know, you buy this, and inside is a form, and you mail that form in. Mm-hmm. And as soon as we get them made, we'll mail them to you in six yeah. months. That's, yeah. a, that's, that's, a, that's a pre-order. Yeah, yeah. that's and, old and that's, school pre-order. And that yeah. was that Boba Fett figure huh. with the with the thing. Well, that the Boba Fett was proof of purchases. Shop, right? Yeah, proof of purchase with Boba. Yeah, Fett. and that was the most genius thing in the world because it was 1979. Empire, we're starting to maybe see a little bit of stuff like in Starlog, and they say. You send us five proofs of purchases mm-hmm. from Kenner action figures, and we're going to send you Boba Fett. A free action figure. Okay. A free action figure. That's what, and then oh, they, shit. Did, they did that with uh, Hasbro, did that with uh, in the G.I. Joe later. Yeah. That's how I got my hooded Cobra Commander. Yeah. So they nine hundred years. They ended up. Again. They ended up fucking. They ended up doing this thing. every fucking day. Where's my goddamn? So Cobra we were Command? so freaked out about Boba Fett because all of us kids, we didn't save packaging. Why would you save your packaging? Right. Oh right. Right. So collector culture kicks in. You're like seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve years old, and all of a sudden you're running down to your local store to buy action figures. You need five of them. Three bucks a pop, fifteen bucks, nineteen seventy nine money. Sure, and you're clipping out that proof of purchase. But then you know what? You're probably keeping the front for the art anyway, because sure. all of a sudden you're thinking, I need to hold on to this shit. Because when are they going to give something else away? Now so, this this oh. is a oh, Carrie's got his shit. Oh, my oh God. shit! This is not the actual one. This is a recreation. Oh, oh okay. Uh, that's what the, you bought, though. But that's what you bought. Can I see it? You bought this, and inside was a stand. Where you get that from? Uh, I can't remember where I got it from. And you could. You That's know, what so, was inside here. So it would here. fold out, and and it, it went with that gray stand up there. Okay. And you you would put them in through the holes there, and this is this is how you would display your your figures. Huh. He said, "Well, <laughs> it, the early bird pack was R two, Luke, Leia, and Chewie, I believe." Yeah. And uh, so so you, you send us money, and we'll send you figures in six months. Yeah, right there. But yeah. I didn't even know I didn't even know that that shit existed. It was like I went every summer. I'd go down to visit mm. my grandmother. And it was usually supposed to be like a week-long visit that turned into four months and whatever else. But we were at this Toys R Us, and the end caps in front of the registers, every single one of them was full of Kenner Star Wars figures. And they were literally flying off the shelf as fast as the people were stocking them. So I remember standing there with my grandmother, who had no patience for anything, Hmm. and she's like, don't move. Just stand here. (laughs) And we stood there until... You know, she bought me the first the first line of figures, but yeah, I, it was it was well after the movie had come out. Wow. Speaking, speaking of didn't know existed, I that closet that Carrie just went to retrieve that shit. Like, 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 like I was like, yo, what the fuck? 
fuck, man? Where can we go? Are those I, iron-ons? We've yes. been recording oh in the studio. Oh, my God. I oh, haven't shit. seen an iron-on since I was 10. Now, these, these, are, these were how you got your Star Wars shirt. Yeah. yeah, you went down to a place in the mall, and you said, I want that, and they'd put it on a shirt and for they, you. They'd take a plain shirt out so you could pick the color of the shirt. Oh, but my Because God. it was the 70s, yeah. a lot of times it had stripes on the sleeves. Yeah. And see, this, this is, is this is so interesting. This, this is, really uh, is. This is the Jawa and Dude, the you just, uh, you, just, you just took us down a, an archaeological... No, it is, so, 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 is that a Grand it, Central bag? It is. What the fuck, Carrie? It's, it's, in, the clo- it's in that closet <laughs> that we didn't know existed. Does that closet take you back in time, motherfucker? No, Grand Central. Okay. Time machine. I closet the time machine. <laughs> it's a time closet. So that's the store that existed before Fred Meyer. Yeah. Oh. The, so, oh my God! So, I'm freaking out right now. This is this is really interesting to me because my first like exposure to Star Wars, where I was like, I really like this uh, intellectual property kind of a thing. I was a little bit older. I was like, Is that how you thought about it? I was, I was seventeen. I was seventeen. This is intellectual property. Yeah. What? Wait to hear my it, Star Wars. Story. It was it was uh, the original Xbox Knights of the Old Republic RPG. It's a good game. Just <laughs> just freaking fantastic. I thought the story in that game was better than any of the Star Wars movies I'd seen at the time. Here's and a. This is when the glut of Jawas oh, happened. What is that? See, remember I couldn't find Jawas forever, yeah. and that was the goal. Well, they overproduced them after that. Oh. There were Jawas everywhere. So, so they here were was them away. here was a deal where you got a cash refund of up to three dollars on the purchase of of Jawa action figures. That's a they, mail-in rebate. They just wanted to get rid of them. <laughs> that is <laughs> a mail-in rebate. So basically, you get a free Jawa. Please buy the Jawas. So if you're us. really smart, you would buy five Jawas, you'd get reimbursed for the five Jawas, and you'd send the proof of purchase in to get your free Boba Fett. Oh, God damn. Now you're you gaming the system. You was a, pl- a straight-up gangster. Nah, I, I, is I, that an original 1979 calendar? Mm-hmm. Damn. I was, oh. I, was such a, I was such a cash-poor kid. My X-Wing fighter was made out of a box of more menthols. Oh. It's, it's, it's water damage, but... Uh, but it's, but it's well, that's the, what happens in a time machine it's, closet. It's the 1979 <laughs> coolant leak, and yet yeah. the, the centerfold of Chewie there. It's Damn, yeah, <laughs> where he where he deserves to be. Damn, Carrie, I've known you for like seven thousand years, and I've never seen any of this. And you because you, you never even knew you had a time closet. Uh, it's because that just appeared, and it's going to disappear soon, <laughs> and it's gone. I noticed that door, but I never really I know, recognized I know, I know, that I know. door. So are you sure but your anyway. older brother really took you to see Star Wars, and it wasn't just you after going into the closet? <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit! He's his own older brother? Oh, yeah. this guy wandered out of the... Yeah, this man, this man with a Thurston Howell jacket <laughs> and a fedora, inception <laughs> noise. <laughs> Come with me, boy. Um, Come with me if you want to geek. Uh, we we, we got to wrap this up. So, uh, uh, anybody got anything they want to add before we? Uh, I'll be quick. I'll, uh, I, I'll be honest, and I came to the Star Wars party extremely late. Later than mm. me? Later than you? Really? Like, and it's it's a weird it's a weird thing. But I'm like recapping my child. Like as I was listening to you guys, and I'll be I'll, I'll make it quick. But the best way to describe it is I grew up in Los Angeles in Inglewood, California, where all you did was play sports. That's mm-hmm. that's what you did. Mm-hmm. And like my my parents put me into basketball, football, hockey, like you name it. I was I was playing sports, and so I did. I knew I knew about comics. I always knew, I always knew I, I knew the general idea of of Darth Vader, Luke Scott. I didn't know the I didn't know the the, the what the, the the specific details, but I knew that was some shit that I kind of knew about. Mm-hmm. We talk about it. Um, graduated grade school, still didn't really uh, sit, pick the time to watch it. Knights of the Old Republic came out when I was in high school. Did you play that? Didn't even like I was like I'm not there yet. Oh. I was mm. like I still didn't still didn't know much about it. I I mean I knew. 
the Luke, I'm in your father. I'm your father. Yeah. Like all that shit. It wasn't until, and I hate that this is like I knew. I, I knew about Lando Calrissian. I mean, I'm pretty sure I. I wouldn't be here if not for Lando Calrissian because I'm pretty sure the first thing my dad said to my mom was, hello, what, what, well, what have we here? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty smoothest, sure. Smoothest line in I, It's the fucking greatest. It's the greatest. But uh, it wasn't until fucking Samuel Jackson had a purple lightsaber and, like, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I kind of need to go back and, like, see what... I, I, I had, By I had, the, I by the way... So your first, first exposures were the prequels. Not the prequels. I actually... No, I just went... It, once was, a, it was Mace Windu. Yeah, it was Mace Windu. Well, Lando, well, that, Lando first, oh, that's then right. Mace. Lando, yeah. Lando yeah, right, first, then Mace, and then I came, like, back and started, like, watching. I was like, Dad, can you just take me to see this stuff? And then the prequels were out, and they started re-releasing Star Wars back. Uh, so I was like, mm-hmm. can you just really... And we sat down and watched it, and then I was like, hell yeah. I remember I was like eighteen, you uh, know. So I showed up. I showed up pretty late, but it, it's still the greatest shit to me. Mace, Mace Windu was the uh, free action figure giveaway with five proofs of purchase for Phantom Menace. <laughs> was he? That's crazy. Yeah, yeah he that's was. how we knew he had a purple lightsaber. Hey, I didn't uh, see anything on. Him. Can you go back in in the time closet and, and see? And I thought I had one of those. <laughs> Mace I, I, I do have one yeah. still in the package. Yeah. Uh, really quick, Injustice <laughs> Two on uh, whatever platform is yes. a fantastic beat 'em up game. Also, in the theme of Star Wars, um, if you can find these, these right here, uh, this is from Fantasy Flight Games. They're the the current property holder for all Star Wars games, miniatures, whatever, you know, tabletop stuff. Uh, they just put out a game called Destiny. Um, impossible to find right now. I don't know. I got lucky. I went down to uh, Battleground Games down here and, uh, <coughs> or sorry, Demolition Games. They, they had them when no one else does, but it somehow married uh, Mary's customizable card games like Magic the Gathering mm-hmm. and uh, and and you can collect a squad, collect a game, but it allows a dice mechanic to it too. So you can you can play, you know, Kylo they're dice. Yeah, they're pretty dice. The dice actually correspond God damn, with the pretty ass dice. Um, but you know, you could be Kylo Ren and put together a squad of guys to fight your friend's uh Job of the Hut character it's mm. it's all completely so customizable it's, all, it's, it's not That's just cool. one it's all star wars okay so if you're real into clone wars era obi-wan kenobi you can find the obi-wan kenobi di- uh card and dice and you can go up against uh kylo or captain phasma and you can put together a team it is a fun fucking game it's uh i like magic magic's fun but the the minutia of it gets mm-hmm. to me a little bit this game takes a little bit of the uh, the dice mechanic takes a little bit of that minutia away. And then tell us about this one. Imperial Assault's been out for about three years now, but okay. it's just now hitting its stride as far as I'm concerned. It's a, it's a tabletop game kind of like Clue, but you put different map tiles together, and you can either play uh, multiple players against an Empire player, or you can play a skirmish game where every, you just pick a team. And again, it, it crosses the different timelines too. So you can have a team that's you know Jedi Luke with, uh, with Hera, and different uh, different droids or whatever else. I even have the Rancor for it, and the, the miniature for that is about six or seven inches tall. Yeah, I, I Not love so this, many. I love this uh, chopper figure. The chopper figure's fantastic. So the core game's like 80 bucks, but it comes with a bunch of miniatures and rules. It's a really, really fun game that you can play in about an hour. But oh. you can also... Uh, it's not all just the licensed characters, either. They've put together... You know your your rebel squads that might have some Bothans and some Bith and some other really cool Bothans aliens, and, and uh, you can play a campaign setting with that and actually level your characters up like you would in a game like Dungeons and Dragons, but without the seventeen five thousand page rule books. God to go damn. Along with it. that's so, fun. 
Uh, Fantasy Flight's knocking it out of the park. They're making some great games. Even their role-playing game system for Star Wars is is more fun than role-playing's been in Star Wars for awesome. probably 30 years. All right. Games? <laughs> games? Oh, wait, I got movies before. Um, oh. oh, okay. The only thing of uh, event that's uh, of note that's coming up this week is... Uh, You're looking at your phone, but there's nothing on it. Uh, <laughs> it's a monster. <laughs> monster starring uh, uh, Mojo Nixon. Finally, it's getting it. The Criterion. Oh, the Criterion. It's the Criterion of Monstered. Of Monstered. I've been waiting so for that. So pick that up. Ah. Uh, that's all I got, Tony. Okay. Okay. Tony? All right. That's, that's pretty cool. Uh, let's see. Video games. There's uh, some indie-ish games coming out. Something called Tokyo 42. Um, it, it, you're playing a middle manager in Tokyo. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> At the age of 42. Um, My life. On this, on the Nintendo Switch, if you got one of those and you're Jimmy, interested in that, Jimmy that, loves his. By the way, I he love was, mine too. He was it's, telling me about how much I, he liked. I it. saw it's one. Great. I saw one. Uh, somebody had one at Fresh, and I, I it's, threatened to beat him up and take it. It's but, just a really neat little system, and, and the graphics are gorgeous, and it's selling really well. I think, okay. I, I think Nintendo's Egg's gonna, got got another hit on their hands. Good, good. Finally, I think so. uh, Egg's going to marry his. Yeah, he loves it so much. Damn. And uh, so, uh, speaking of which, this uh, next week He's on never the getting married. Let's see. On the second, the third, and the fourth, if you're if you're interested in that game, Arms, coming out for the Switch, where you use the two controllers as punching thingies, uh-huh. it looks it looks interesting. It doesn't really look like my cup of tea, but they're doing some test runs with Arms. So if you get on your Switch and download the test demo, there'll be certain hours of the day on the second, third, and fourth where you can do multiplayer. It's a multiplayer beta test. Egg, let's people. do it. Egg, so, you're listening right now. Let's do it. Kawachu Egg. <laughs> that could be pretty cool. Uh, let's see. Also, Tekken Seven. Yes, oh! comes out oh! this week. I haven't Where seen that. I haven't seen I a Tekken since Tekken. four. Would I be lost? Uh, you might. Yeah. You might miss out on the they story. They just fighting, dog. They just fighting. I so fucking some, love Tekken. Yeah, some classic Tekken action. <laughs> oh fuck! On PS, PS4, Xbox, and PC, so you can get on anything. All right, but also. This one, some 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 people have been waiting quite a while for this one. It, since it was announced, it looks pretty cool. Star Trek Bridge Crew VR. Oh yeah. Uh, oh no. Comes yeah. out for PS4 Pro or what? PS4 VR and PC VR. What wow. kills me about that is that your crew doesn't have to be together. So I can get on my PlayStation, Carrie, get on yours. We don't even have to leave our houses. Yeah. And it'll let us do yeah. a VR bridge simulator. <laughs> That's so fucking. It's, it's, that sounds like trouble. Exactly the expand the expansion and support that they're talking about for this game is mind-boggling. So the first mission, you go off and do a relief mission against some Klingons. Oh, cool. But they say that they have got expansions coming out like every two or three weeks that will make this game just keep on going so yeah. you can keep doing simulations. It's, but It's got potential. Yeah, I think you can have something legs. like five players linked in on this. So you have a helmsman, a captain, a no, science officer, a navigator. so cool. Oh, you know? you're going to... We're going to do it. You have to get I, a PS4. I, I don't so. know. You know, if the jerky keeps going, I'm going to buy everybody PS4. Yeah. I'm down with that. Hey, jerky we'll have a, 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 a yeah. jerky king. Jerky king. <laughs> so I'm just saying, the, the, the jerky king is magnanimous. He he, he will. <laughs> uh, and the anniversary skins for Overwatch. Yes, I was just. I, thank oh, God. yeah, yeah. That came out. Uh, those came out last week, right? Did y'all see yes, this shit? Yeah. This it's, shit is so fire. It's beautiful. It's so fire. And they got new uh, dances. The dances are insert, my favorite one for all of them is Reaper it's, because Reaper's too cool for school. Exactly. So he just crosses his arms and he's slightly tapping his foot, but he does not fucking dance. It's so fucking <laughs> guys. I fuck like 
I found a video game. Oh, that you're a I, diva player, aren't you? I am a diva fan. Yeah. Like you look at my account, and it's like my top players are, are diva, like uh, Lucio, uh, and like uh, Reinhardt, and fuck. And, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, but I I'm I'm in Symmetra and diva all day though. I, I'm like, you guys. I finally found this game. Like I've always liked video games, but like I love Overwatch. Overwatch is fantastic because it's. You got 22 motherfucking characters, and like over almost half of them are female, and it's so diverse. There's like every fucking race included. Oh, like it's so. And not only that, they, they went the extra mile and made sure that people from those cultures actually voiced the characters. Exactly. It's so dope. So it's not dope. some guy doing a stereotypical voice. It's, it's so dope. I fucking love that game. So, yeah. Fucks with me on Overwatch, y'all. Full Whitaker Xbox gamer tag. Shit. I I'm, uh, I'm Winston and Lucio. And Lucio's, Lucio's anniversary skin is phenomenal. Diva, Divas is like if she had been a, a 50s pinup girl. Yeah. yeah that's right. Uh, it's. But not not exploitative Overwatch. in any way. She's got a little little. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's so awesome. cool. It's the game is is amazing. Please play it. I love Overwatch. Happy uh, anniversary. I also found out uh, if you're playing Overwatch on the PC and the community's starting to bring you down, there's a lot of there's a lot of harassment going on in the PC yeah, Overwatch community. Great. Uh, you can fuckers. You can. Well, they'll tell you to kill yourself and shit like that. Well, guess what? If you're emotionally unstable, the last thing you need is somebody telling you to kill right. yourself. But I uh, found out that the uh, European server is actually super cool really helpful and will oh, isn't that take a shock to, yeah, yeah yeah europeans are nicer than americans and after the first half hour of what the fuck's going on in your country then you can play the game and have a good time all right let's wrap this up mr b eat more ham with corner time <laughs> <laughs>